and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I'm Dan. And Matt's back. I was going to say I'm Jeff Linville, but uh, I didn't know what the hell you were doing with your intro. I I never know, man. We, I need to like come up with a standard thing that we do at the beginning of the show. All the other shows have a a little intro to their show and what they yeah, we do, do and we're just like we don't want to be every other show though. Welcome, I'm Dan, and I gotta put more people in the studio with me. <laughs> we're gonna talk about stuff. Uh, Ryan is here also. Yes, I am. Dressed in a satanic t-shirt. And he's wearing his little glove, feet gloves there. Yep, yep. <laughs> I didn't feel like wearing socks. <laughs> and Ryan is dressed for the occasion because we are also very happy to have with us in studio Charlize Blythe from the Satanic Temple. Hello. Yay! <laughs> And you are the chapter head here in Salt Lake City for the Satanic Temple, correct? That's correct. Yay. So what does that entail? Uh, that entails, uh, uh, essentially, I um, and the person who reports to uh, National Council and Executive Council, uh, I'm like... Uh, I get things, I get things rolling, you know, I, I'm responsible for, uh, you know, putting together all the, uh, um, stuff and junk. Stuff and junk. <laughs> I, I get stuff and junk together and I, I, I order people around. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so, you know, uh, getting the chapter here, um, and then, uh, organizing and being accountable for all the activities that we do and, uh, accountable for all the members that we have and, um, approving and, and submitting for approval all of the, uh, activities that we want to do, campaigns and stuff like that. So. Very cool. Yeah. So we don't really have anything prepared for this evening. I, I wanted this to just kind of be a chit chat, hanging out with, with the, the chapter of the Satanic Temple. Hey, tonight that's, that's and all good. Seeing what you're the up to. Lately. Yeah, say, you, you bought, you bought me beer. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good for a few hours. <laughs> right on. Uh, you me in. so let's see. Over the last week, we had the Atheists of Utah Summer Solstice Party. Which, by all accounts, was a big success. success. We had, uh, I'd say between 70, 80 people, maybe a little bit more. That's a lot. That mm. is a lot of people. Uh, I want to thank the, the gracious hosts who, al- who allowed us to hold our party there. Um, that was very, very kind of them to have the party at their house and let us take over the place for the evening. Um, nice big home and beautiful backyard, and I think everybody had a good time. Yeah, lots of fabulous swag was was given away in our prize drawing, and Lillian won the fucking bucket of booze for the <laughs> second time, man. <laughs> there was a lot of shit in there. 
It was giant. Well, with that many people. Yeah. Jeez. There was a whole lot of booze in there. Probably enough for at least one weekend. Yes. (laughs) And the puppy's doing very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's growing. He, he, so the night of the party, we had Tracy's sister and brother in law come over and babysit or puppy sit for us. Um, and apparently the whole time they were here, they played with him nonstop. So Sunday, he was just like a wet noodle all day long. Like all he did was sleep. Really, really lethargic. Tracy kept, you know, she mentioned a few times, like, do you think he's okay? I'm kind of worried about him. Like, all he's done the whole day long is sleep. And I'm like, oh, he's fine. You know, he's a growing puppy. Mm-hmm. They played with him a little bit last night, I'm sure. But apparently they just played with him, like, nonstop while we were gone. And so he didn't sleep much at all. And generally he'll, like, play for 10 or 15 minutes and then sleep for a few hours. But... Yeah, it was all play all night long while we were gone. Mm. And plus, no big deal. I mean, if he's not okay, you just take him to the vet. Oh, oh. Ouch. oh. oh. oh man, I oh. went real dark. Sorry, everybody. Oh, yeah, Re- reliving, too soon. reliving yeah. very dark moments in well, Jan's more recent past. Probably, Don't trigger him. Probably way too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> no, that that whole deal was rough, man. Yeah, rough, rough, rough. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that a dog pun joke? A little bit. Okay. Good um, job, Dad. Th- yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the new puppy is he's awesome, man. Uh, one of his ears is already fully erect. Ooh, <laughs> only one. Yes. Oh. The other one is still kind of floppy. Huh. Uh, I'm Gotta sure that it will stand up anytime like. now. But he's really cute because one stands up all the way, and the other one's kind of bent and crooked, like a free willy ear. Yeah. And his little paws have different markings on them. Like his, the the pads of his paws are black and white themselves. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking cute. He's super smart. Um, like he, I think he's smarter and more cuddly than Chaplin was. They're both pretty cuddly. Yeah, he's he's extra cuddly though, and yeah. just loves being around both Tracy and I. Like he'll follow us all around the house. Uh, he'll plant himself right in between your feet whenever mm-hmm. you're standing anywhere. Uh, out in the yard if it's hot. Uh, Which he, it is. He uses, he uses my eclipse of the sun to, <laughs> to keep himself in the shade. Like, if I move, he'll, he'll just like belly crawl back into the shade that my body's providing right next to me. He's just super fucking adorable hmm. and always wants to be with us and super cuddly. Yeah. He's, he's very, very cute. Um, and Matt is back from Arizona. Yep. Did not die in the heat. Uh, which we thought he might. Not nope. just because you're mad. Else is. I was genuinely concerned about you because it was yeah. so fucking hot here and I knew that it was going to be record, record breaking heat around the area. I don't know why it wasn't. I mean, it was still like 104 or whatever, but it wasn't 113 like it was supposed to be when we went in. So plus there's a lot of water where we were once we got to it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that 40 miles of trekking around for yeah. four days. Yeah. And then getting back up that yeah. 800 feet in the last mile. So did you have to haul in all of your own shit, or did they have, like, Sherpas? or? We had it helicoptered in. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that fancy? Mr. Fancy Pants and helicoptering in well, your supplies. <laughs> it's probably because at a certain temp for the donkeys You can work. try all night, but you're never going to beat that vet joke. But you can go ahead and, and dig at me. That's fine. Um no, I mean, but it's better than it's better than making the mules do it. They just that's their whole life is just running up and down that canyon. Yeah. So yeah. So what it, do the what do the mules do if they don't haul in all of your gear? Well, if it's too hot, they don't let them 
from what I had heard about there's some the, of those areas. There's that, but then also the helicopter brings it to the village, which is still two or three miles from the campsite, and then the mules bring it all the way. Oh, okay. So they're only going two miles instead of tw- 11 or whatever, 12. Oh, okay. So the mules just walk with you for a um, big portion of the time, and then like the last bit they carry they, the stuff? To- they just bring it whenever they get it, and they don't, they don't know whose is what. So they're just constantly bringing loads down, so you just go back and to the corral and check if your stuff's there and when it is you bring it to the campsite oh well, that's kind of cool yeah and it was a good time it was good other than being lousy with fucking mormons yeah, even in dude, arizona what the fuck man <laughs> utah mormons <laughs> yeah uh, yeah all decked out in their byu gear yep yep and acting like assholes i'm sorry yeah, that sucks right. that's Tub- tubing man. was fun though when you could get away from them yeah except the rocks are like fucking it's like well, rafting on a cheese grater sometimes because it's <laughs> the whole the whole the whole spring is full of lime and so it's just depositing limestone uh-huh. into these like terraced pools and so terrorist pools terrorist pools <laughs> whoa Jesus. and so you gotta you gotta see it coming up and then get out before it declares jihad yeah does and donald then, does donald trump know about this issue he <laughs> needs to get in there and get rid of these terrorist pools i don't think he cares <laughs> can you hear them ululating even under the water yeah. what the fuck does that mean Never mind. You know what? You know what ululating is? The oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Why is it called that? I don't know. It's because it's better than a la 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 la. I mean, who would call it that? <laughs> I guess. Were they la 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 lying? Um, no. I guess these natives don't do that. <laughs> and what did you do? Oh, you were working overtime. That was yeah, working. You were working. Yeah, because you were supposed to come to the party. We're yeah. working today. And like an hour into the party, I'm like, where the fuck? <laughs> oh, actually, Chris came over and he's like, where's Ryan? Wasn't he coming to the party? I'm like, <laughs> he say, he made some kind of comment or post about he was excited to hang out with all of the heathens. but And that was a month ago. Yeah. But we get overtime like a week before or day of. And since overtime's going away, I'm like, I'll take and work some overtime because... We're hiring new guys, then no more overtime. Uh-huh. You won't be low man on the totem pole. That all depends on when, how long they've been in the service for as well. Oh, right. It's not just when they arrive at the place. No, it's how, it's how long you've service, been in. Right? Yep. Mm. So I'm really not that low. I mean, my, I've been in since 2002, so. 14 years? Yeah, that's crazy. Is that, what's the average or do you know? Uh, I'm not sure what, Dugway is kind of a young crowd. Yeah. Mainly a lot of, it's pretty young there. So I'm probably average. Yeah. It's not like working at Hill where he still had some, I mean, I was there for the, like the last Vietnam, Vietnam guys leaving. Vietnam. The Vietnam. 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 Gotta say Nam. Nam. I mean, we still got some Gulf War guys at Dugway, but. What the fuck does it have to do with Nam, Walter? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what have you done over the last week, Shalise? Uh, I just recently got back from uh, visiting uh, executive over in uh, the Massachusetts area. It looks like you had a ton of fun. I did. It was it was wonderful. It was uh, it was a combination of myself and the two Arizona chapter heads, uh, Michelle and Stu. Stu and Michelle, you're right. Stu and Michelle, yeah. and uh, the chapter head for New York, Ash. Yes. And I also met the Boston chapter head, uh, Travis, and they're they're also wonderful. And we went and. Had a lot of fun for a few days. Yes, I was I was online stalking you, looking at all your pictures, going, <laughs> yeah. "Oh man, that looks so fun." 
It was, it was, and we uh, we're actually they're establishing establishing a um, national headquarters up there currently, so that'll uh, that'll happen fairly soon. So we got to you know see where everything's going to be eventually, and it was it was pretty great. So establish, I thought so. I thought that's where the headquarters was. Is yeah, but not- they yeah, but they're it's um they, they're they're setting up an actual place where there's an actual headquarters. So you know everyone's like a location. Yeah, a location. Not so, just like a PO box and yeah. Where yeah. Based out of mm-hmm. this area, or exactly. Whatever. So they'll actually have a place, and so uh, they'll they'll be announcing that um, sometime soon. And so we got to everyone got to see it, and it was it was wonderful. Nice. It was very nice, and got to meet uh, got to meet everybody meet everybody at the top. So awesome, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it looked like you had a whole lot of fun out there. It was uh, pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Got to see uh, Lucian Grease on the beach. That was that's what made the whole thing. <laughs> was it warm at the beach? It was. It was actually. We were expecting uh, colder weather somewhere in the seventies, and uh, um, you know, for people in Arizona, that's bitter cold. But uh, for us, that's perfect. But it ended up being in the nineties the whole time. It was. Yeah. It was wonderful. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like you know. High eighties, low nineties. So it was. It was perfect for the for the beach. So. Yeah, it's it, great. it looked like you had a whole lot of fun out there. Mm-hmm. So, what what else did you do while you were out there? I mean, you guys went to the beach, to the beach, and then yeah, uh, we need more. <laughs> I want uh, more details. Please let me live vicariously through you. Lots of drunk, um, <laughs> lots of scotch, uh, and uh, I didn't know I like scotch, and I still don't like scotch. But you don't ever pass up the opportunity to drink scotch with Lucian Greaves. So you know, I when I first yeah. when I first started. Attempting to drink scotch, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like, like it was like drinking cologne. <laughs> yeah, it still tastes like that. Yeah, only this one was a lot smokier, so it smelled like cologne on fire. Or it tasted like cologne on fire. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. But at the end of the trip, I, I gave I gave him a better bottle that didn't taste is bad so <laughs> yeah. um but yeah no it was really fun and then uh you know they obviously none of us had been there before so we we went to salem for a day and uh did all the touristy all did all the touristy shit and uh no uh, no witch museum because that's apparently just not even worth it so we went around all the shops and saw that i mean they just they're they're totally monopolizing on the whole on the whole witch yeah. thing so um did a lot of that um bought some neat souvenirs and I uh, just walked around, saw some of the, went to the uh, oldest uh, burial plot in the city. That was that was really neat, and we got some pretty uh, pretty fun pictures there. And uh, so, how old is it? Do you 16, remember? I can look up. Let me look at my seer stone. I'll, I'll <laughs> sixteen something. Sixteen. I still love that thing. joke. I'm going to use that like all the time now. <laughs> I just heard about that today. You know, oh, really? I, yeah, so I subscribed to Ex Mormon on Reddit and all of a sudden I started seeing all these posts about rocks and seer stones and then like cell phones <laughs> and seer stones. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and so I finally today saw a Ross story. They, they actually made a, they, they wrote an article about that. And so I was like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, I just I didn't get it. I thought I thought everyone had lost their minds, but it's it makes sense now. Well, I, they have lost their minds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1637. The burying sure. point 1637, the oldest burying ground in the city of Salem. So. Oh wow. Yeah, we saw that. It was it was great. And they had uh, they had this area where um they had these stones that had the names of some of the some of the witches that were um uh hanged for mm-hmm. uh, their quote-unquote crimes and um it was just really it was just very. It was just a very uh, interesting kind of a very 
powerful moment where mm. you, you know, you see this and, you know, it's just, it just kind of hits you. And, uh, the memorial was beautiful and you could see there were some of the, some of the stones where people were like laying flowers and, mm. and stuff like that in memoriam. So. Hmm. Just as an aside, I want to say how impressed I am that you used the word hanged instead of hung. <laughs> <laughs> they were hanged. <laughs> That's, that makes me happy. Like my inner grammar Nazi's like, yes. Yeah, he's the right but word. Good job. Yeah, normally, normally I don't sound so smart. So <laughs> I think it's the beer. It's, it's the, it's the podcast. We all, mm-hmm. none of us are really that intelligent in real life. Well, and for anybody but, who, who may not be up to speed, what, what Shalisha's referring to is, uh, Dieter F. Uchtdorf, Uchtdorf's <laughs> the most amazing name ever. Post he recently, should be in like a Harry Potter book. Yeah, Uf, yeah Uchtdorf. He, was, he was trying to explain away the whole bullshit of Joseph Smith using the seer yeah. stone in the hat by saying that, well, just like Joseph Smith had to use the stone and put his face into a hat to block out light, oftentimes when we look at our smartphones, even today in bright sunlight we can't see them very well and so we have to give them shade or take them inside to be able to read them very well <sighs> it's, I mean just total fucking I, nonsense I honestly think the problem is he doesn't know how to change the brightness on his cell phone right or he's got a really terrible old cell phone yeah. like upgrade yeah. that shit cause I can go outside with mine and see it just fine uh huh yeah yeah I use mine out golfing yeah. all the time in bright sunlight I don't have and, a f- and with sunglasses on and why would God create seer stones that are sucking the sunlight and, <laughs> that and, are, and are God, suck in the God can't make a God can't make a seer stone powerful enough to see in sunlight. Uh, yeah, and he did a lot of translating in the evening or at night when, when there's no sun. clearly he wouldn't need a fucking no. hat anyway. But this this all goes back like the same thing we were talking about with Noah's Ark. Why have the old ass man build the boat at all? Just do what you're gonna do. You're God. Same thing. Here's this fucking rock that I'm gonna transfer everything to. Then transfer it from the rock to you. Just give me the goddamn thing, dude. Whatever you want it, put it in here and I'll write it down. I'm on your side already. Don't even make me have to write it down. Just poof it into existence and I'll spread your fucking word, dude. That'll help everybody. So stupid. Actually, why would I even have to spread the word? Just put it into the minds of all of the followers that you would like to start following you. Why do I have to start fucking convincing these people to do this shit? Or how about never take it out in the first place? Yeah. Let's just skip the whole earth thing. Yeah. (laughs) All all of it. None of it makes any sense. I I thought it was really funny, though. Like When I made that post, I, I think I posted it on... My timeline and in the Utah Atheists group. And it was funny, like all of, all of these formerly Mormon people who were like, oh, they were so enraged, like, <laughs> fuck Dieter F. Uchtdorf, like, I thought he was the cool one. Well, I don't, I don't, that's, you, like, I, yeah, they were, they weren't, there any they weren't cool just, ones? that's what I was going to say. They weren't just upset that, you know, cool. somebody had said that, but like, he was supposed to be the cool and hip yeah. one and he's making these ridiculous apologetic nonsense answers and posts for things that really that was what bothered a lot of people more than yeah more than the content of the post was, was just that who said it was was yeah was that it was him saying it and i thought well that's kind of strange but not to mention that he'd be the first cool german since the visigoths <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us a little bit more about yourself so how did you become the chapter head for the Satanic Temple. Um, I I harassed I harassed Lucian Greaves for over a year to get a chapter here. Um, 
<laughs> it was uh, I, I first so I first became involved with the Satanic Temple. I first heard about them via the Baphomet statue campaign, mm-hmm. and uh, became a member. Um, and then they did a they they started around the time this the official discussion forum, which Dan I know you're a member of, mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of people met a lot of everybody else. Uh, it was a really good place to meet other Satanists, other like-minded individuals, uh, members of TST or even just allies. And we all got to know each other and, you know, really establish, uh, you know, that camaraderie. And, um, I was just always like, Hey, this shitty thing's happening in Utah. We could really use TST for that. Or, Hey, this is going on. And, you know, it just, it was one of those things where I, I was like, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't set out to be the chapter head at all. I just wanted there to be some recognition that eventually we should get one here because we have, we have the people, uh, you know, we have the community and, you know, I feel like Utah deserves, you know, TST, not only for the stuff that we do, you know, the campaigns that we do, but just, just the community, just, um, you know, we, we, we deserve to establish that and have, you know, that, that minority voice have a place to, um, have it heard. So, uh, you know, so that was, so after over about a year and a half, I just, I kind of, I got a call, um, kind of had my, my interview, uh, which was basically, you know, why, why does Utah deserve a chapter? And then after that, it was like, Hey, you have your chapter, your chapter head. It was like, Oh, Woo-hoo. okay, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee my pants. And then, yeah. Oh shit! What have I gotten myself oh, into now? Is that how you? But quali- now I got Lucian speed dial. Is that how I qualify? Pee I mean, my pants. That, yeah, that's the first thing you have to do. Oh, of course, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And then, and then you you go, and then you go meet Lucian, and then he teabags you in the face, and oh, then nice. that's how, yeah, nice. yeah. Oh, I I was not aware that that was a requirement. But. Yeah, well, I mean, you saw the you saw the pink mask, so that's yes. just it. Just kind of went from there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but then you get kicked out of those states, <laughs> or or at least. That's why you, you do just, it in the you're south. Just encourage, you're just encouraged not yeah. to ever go back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Least, do it on the DL. Yeah. Was, was that the wording on that one? He's just, he's just not encouraged to come back? Or yeah. there's a warrant for his arrest waiting for him? Uh, I, we cordially I, invite you to never return to our state. Yeah, we cordially invite you to fuck off. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know if they ever did uh, put a warrant out because uh, I think the sheriff who was really all about doing that ended up uh, resigning or something oh, okay. over some scandal. So resigned in disgrace. Resigned in disgrace. Ooh. At least that's at least that's the the story I heard. Or if I'm remembering it correctly, I apologize. Incorrectly, I apologize. But I, I just I just know Lucian had joked about that at mm-hmm. one point with us, mm-hmm. and he wasn't sure. Like he's like, I don't know if there's a warrant for my arrest. I just know I'm not allowed back there. Yeah, well, I mean, you never know. I mean, obviously, you know, they're out, it's out, he, he lives outside their jurisdiction, yeah, yeah. so he'll probably never end up knowing, so that's fine. No, and it's the deep south too, who cares? But another felt has to be buried at some point. <laughs> Fuck we those care. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We care. You they're got great it, people too. No, actually, There's- you know what? I missed you guys last week. I just want to say that because I'm feeling extra roasty today. So I just <laughs> are you? <laughs> I don't know you why you weren't Maybe able to get desert. anything out of your system. No, but I, did, but I did. I it felt like I was gone for like a month when I was driving up here. I'm like, oh man, I haven't seen these guys forever. <laughs> yeah, you can you can tell uh, you can tell he was really uh, you know dying to get his roast on when he starts with the dead dog jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was. Those, I'm gonna, sorry, man. I'm gonna wear that one for a little bit. <laughs> sorry, dude. So you you just you just bothered Lucian until Well, I I, I bothered everybody. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't yeah, I, I didn't wanna I I 
It wasn't. It wasn't just him. He he has a lot of people that bug him all the time. So it was. Uh, it was really just uh, kind of establishing myself in the community and like you know getting to know all the other established chapter heads and other people in there. So just it was just one of those things where you become friends with people and you establish your legitimacy and everyone knows that you're you're sincere. And what's the goal of the Utah chapter here? We definitely deserve to have that alternate voice because we we do live in quite the theocracy mm-hmm. here, and so to fight those five of the marginalized and, and to bring to light some of the you know the issues that Utah faces I think is very important and I believe that we as the Satanic Temple can bring that to Utah but even if we don't ever have these big campaigns like we do in you know Missouri and then Detroit has all of theirs I mean even if we don't become these big names or Arizona with their invocation mm-hmm. um I would be happy just knowing that people who are members, people who are allies, they they have that community here and that we're all together and have that established so that they they have that group and they feel like they they have a home. So I'd be I'd I'd be happy with that as well. The I've only I've only been able to attend one of the gatherings mm-hmm. of the the Salt Lake chapter of the Satanic Temple and one of the things that you said has really kind of, it was it was kind of a life-changing or uh, really? Very much view altering thing for me. Uh, during your presentation, mm-hmm. you mentioned that, uh, membership in the Satanic Temple is a privilege. It's not a right. Yeah. And that really changed my view of a lot of things that Atheists of Utah has to deal with and put up with. That. Really? Yeah. For, so for the longest time, I had this view of, okay, we want to attract and maintain and and retain as many members as we possibly can and you know try to appease everybody and make everybody mm-hmm. happy and put up with all kinds of bullshit and get shit on all the time and deal with all this drama yeah and you saying that was like this moment of clarity for me and it it seriously altered my view of a lot of things like you're right it's 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 not a right for anybody to just choose to associate with our organization. Mm -hmm. You have no right to be a member of Atheists of Utah. Mm -hmm. It's a privilege. And we don't have to put up with bullshit from you for 25 fucking dollars a year. (laughs) Yeah, we don't (laughs) even, yeah, we don't even charge a fee for membership either. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and it, it was like, I left there and had to tell everybody, like, oh, my God, did you know? Did you know? Have you thought about this? Like, did you know there's this crazy idea out there? Oh, my of- God. We yeah. don't have to. We don't have to treat everybody as they have a pr- they have a right to be here. Like mm-hmm. we can just say, no, no. Yeah. you're not a member. You don't get to to demand certain things yeah. from us like being being able to associate with us is a privilege. We don't have to be subservient little shits. <laughs> no, being subservient little shits kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, well, and that's why we have this established, you know, if you're, you're either a member or an ally, and there's, there's a reason we have these distinctions is because you can't be somebody who supports our cause, who believe, who supports at least when we have our our campaigns, like our national, even local campaigns. You can support the ideas and you know support what we're doing and not be a Satanist. You could be a hardcore Christian or a, a Muslim and still be like, you know what? I agree absolutely with what they're saying. So you know, you. I'm a secularist who believes in pluralism. And, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Somebody who believes in you know the, the things that we're doing. Um, you know, as far as our activism is concerned, you know, we we love our 
allies. We appreciate our allies and they, they help spread the word and they, you know, their support is, is very, um, very wanted, but, um, or appreciated. It's very appreciated. Uh, but, but to be a member of the Satanic Temple, I mean, it, um, I can't speak for every chapter. Um, I'm only speaking for mine, but, you know, our chapter here, we have a very clear distinction of what makes you a member. Um, it's not just, it's not just, you know, agreeing to the tenants. I mean, you, you go online and you, you know, read the tenants and essentially says you agree to these and you agree to, you know, not speak on behalf of TST as a whole. You only speak for yourself, blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you sent, you give your email address and that's it. And then, you know, people can go and get their card and stuff and pay $25 to get like a little certificate and stuff. But to be an active member is to be somebody who not only, you know, agrees with the tenants and who considers themselves an atheist, uh, sorry, a Satan. <laughs> you have to be an atheist to be a Satanist, but um, uh, somebody who considers himself, you know, a member, a true active member, somebody who is uh, absolutely sincere in their belief that TST is the answer for them or that uh, who we are as the Satanic community, who we are as the Satanic temple is who they identify with. So. Um, and, and one of the other parts I said in that um, presentation was that we, we come with the scarlet letter. Um, and for active membership, it's, it's one of those things where I, you know, I had to learn the hard way. Um, people who are afraid, people who don't understand who you are, they just hear the word Satan and they freak out. I mean, mm-hmm. I receive death threats and rape threats constantly from people who just know that I'm associated and mm-hmm. they just, uh, I had, uh, one no, person, I had one person who, uh, and I, I had to change how I do everything online after this, but they, they sent a screenshot of like the general, like area of where my house was and they told me that they were going to rape the Christ back into me. Oh, so <laughs> shit. So when I say we come with a scarlet Whoa. letter, it's uh it's one of those things where you know I really it, wanted you to feel that Christian love. I really yeah, oh I did. Yeah. I felt it all inside me, believe me. Uh-huh. Uh so when we say we come with a scarlet letter, it's one of those things where it's just the the association with Satanism just it, it it does people if you're not out to your family if you're not sure if you don't want people knowing that's that's absolutely fine you you know you um, absolutely have a place with us but maybe as more of a an ally or somebody who says well I I signed up I'm a member but maybe you're just kind of an inactive somebody who like you know shows up to events or something like that but doesn't really want to be associated and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine as well mm-hmm. um, but to be a real member to be an active member it's that just that's that's kind of a, mm-hmm. a risk that we take. People who are chapter heads, um, Lucian Greaves gets the most brunt of it. Jax Blackmore has gotten mm-hmm. some of the worst messages oh, sure, that yeah. I have ever heard in my life. Like, yeah. She was on the national level with the CNN episode too, yeah, so well, she probably yeah. got a little more attention with that. Than, well, and also with her Unmother project that yes. she did as yeah. well. That was, I think, which um, I thought was really powerful of her to even. To do. To do, yeah. Yeah. I, it was, um, having, having my own experience, it was just reading that and seeing that as a, just as a woman. I mean, you don't even have to have an experience that correlates or has anything to do with what her experiences were, but to put a face and put almost like a, a normality to mm-hmm. it. Just like, this is what I experienced. This is like, you know, an every, every, ever, every other woman, you know, everyday occurrence. And this is, this is just the day to day. This is the experience. There's nothing shameful. There's nothing bad about what this is. This is my decision. And to, to kind of normalize it, to make it just like, oh, this is a thing to happen. Or, you know, one day, oh, part of it came out in the Sears bathroom or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. It just, it was incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, um, you know, something that I think a lot of women need to read or at least, you know, 
And for those and for those who may not know what what was her unmother project. So the unmother project was she uh so Jex Blackmore, she is the co-spokesperson for the Satanic Temple. She's also the chapter head and director for the Detroit area. Uh she found out she was pregnant and it was an unwanted, unexpected just like a oh shit, like that that was not wanted pregnancy so she decided to blog uh her abortion so she she had a, a medically induced one so it was just a pill mm-hmm. it was just a just the pill that you take so you take the one you take the one that gives you the chemical that actually you know basically sterilizes you or you know just kind of kills the cells whatever and then you take the mm-hmm. second one that induces the you know your muscles to cramp and then you you know ex- yeah expel it mm. and so what she did was she she blogged the entire experiences i mean even it, you know there there were somewhere she just said i'm listening to this today and you know this thing happened i mean it was you know some of them are really powerful some of them were really um describing the experiences or the thoughts that she had going through um you know people people asking her well how did you get pregnant what position were you in like you know <laughs> like who was it exactly business. so you know just it it um just kind of getting that inside look of you know when when a woman when a woman makes that decision the kind of shit that she has to put up with from other people like mm-hmm. you know you have to justify it and you have to say well what kind of sex were you having do you deserve That's, to have the abortion uh, were you drunk was this someone you, you cared drunk? about yeah was this it a one night stand yeah it's, like it's like not it's a blog any, about yeah. a sex life it's a blog about an abortion yeah she can have whatever kind of sex life she wants yeah well <laughs> and one of the things she reflected on afterwards was the fact that the most the most hate Email, the most threats she got were from men. Oh. Hmm. You know, men men saying what she did was evil and that she was no, a terrible person. I'm betting it was mainly religious. Uh I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean I've I know I know atheist people who are so vehemently yeah. against it that they'd feel yeah. the same way. So it's you know, it's not a religious thing, it's just you know yeah. how this people view assholery thing? Yeah. I'd say assholery, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that it's not Strictly limited to religious views. It's but, not, I don't think that but it is. the I would say the, the overwhelming majority of people who are anti-choice are they they lean on the religious yeah. side for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that, that's and, one of those that's one of those talking points they have fed to them. Yeah, but uh, the Supreme Court also agrees with us on this point, though. Yes, we should mm-hmm. be allowed access to abortions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy segue. <laughs> yeah. Segway into what happened today at the Supreme Court, which was amazing and wonderful. Yay. So I just thought since we're on yeah. that subject, and that's yeah, how absolutely. we tend to kind of segue. We just go, wait, boom, news about that. <laughs> that was, that was, well, the law that was wins. more of a segue than we usually ever do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good job. but we always announce our segues after we do it. So oh, we're yeah, still doing that. it correctly. <laughs> BT dubs, this is the segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but today the Supreme Court ruled in favor of, uh, well, basically ruled that uh, Texas's, their w- the way they're going about their abortion laws is unconstitutional. Yeah, the way that they had attempted to yeah because limit you had the to have like the number of uh of of clinics or yeah. or places that could provide abortion or, had to follow all of these standards about having doctors like eight foot wide fucking hallways. Yeah, yeah they, they basically had to have a hospital. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, they, they were required. So it, it's, it's really, so it's all in the guise of, you know, protecting women's health and it's all about women's health, but it's really, yeah, it's, it's just about yeah. making it as difficult as possible. Yeah. So yeah. The, re- the, the restrictions they were putting had a lot to do with, you know, ma- basically making it into a surgical center. So yes. it's not in having, um, doctors have ER admitting privileges, um, to the local ho- or the nearby hospital. Uh, which are completely unnecessary. I mean, a lot of yeah, the, anybody can wander into the emergency room. Well, yeah. anybody. Well, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's just it has everything to do with the fact that when you're talking about the, these abortions that are happening, they're. I mean, there's Whoa. so little risk involved. I mean, like, so like we just mo- talked about, like most of them most are, of are them, done with a pill. Yeah, most of them are like pill induced, and then even even the um, you know, even the more uh, you know, surgically invasive yeah. ones are very like the risks are so super low. I mean, you may get infections and stuff like that. There may be a chance of perforating the uterus, but the risks are so so mm-hmm. low that if that were to happen, you know, they they know what to do and they can get you there. So it was completely unnecessary, and they obviously did it for reasons just to restrict women's access. So mm-hmm. it had nothing it had nothing to do with, oh well, we've seen an upspike in women's deaths resulting in these yeah. uh, these abortion <laughs> procedures. No. It, it's yeah. It was let's find ways to shut these places down. Yeah, the complications are so they're so small and so it's, rare that the problem is all these like middle aged people that are trying to pass these laws are are thinking about their own kids. So they're like. She's going to go in there and get cut open and they're going to pull my 17-year-old Tyler out of her and I want him to live. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know it's what I'm about saying? Having, I, mean, it's about ha- I mean, yeah, it's restricting women is one thing, yeah. but they're, 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 they always talk about it. it's murder, their babies, all these all these other words that aren't true. That's not, it's not what's murder. going on. It's a fetus. It's not <laughs> even it's a, that. It's most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still a, lot a, of the time. a zygote. And fetus, yeah. Yeah, just a zygote yeah. that you... You couldn't tell that it was anything really yeah, other than yeah. a clump of cells. Yeah. But more importantly, it's a woman's choice. Right. Exactly. And, you know, there, uh, you know, if we, we just had, uh, Governor Herbert sign into the law, the uh, oh, fetal pain. The, yeah, the fetal oh, yeah. pain law. What a clusterfuck that is. Well, that made national news as a laughing stock. It is. Well, it is a laughing stock because, like, what, like, Seriously? Like, seriously, you're going to make this lobby? Uh, they don't understand that any, any procedure like that perform, so first of all, they don't consult any doctors that actually perform these procedures, no, right. these very rare, these very rare circumstance, um, oh. procedures that Why would are- I need to? I can imagine what it's like. Yeah, no, but you can't. <laughs> you have a penis. You can't imagine what it's like. And, you know, a lot of, um, the, we actually have this amazing, uh, this amazing local, um, OBGYN. Her name is, uh, Leah Torres. She is, she is my personal hero. She's the most amazing woman I've ever, I've, I have ever had the pleasure to, uh, you know, uh, see online and, you know, hear what she has to say. And she's been so vocal about this. And she, um, actually performs these. And she, uh, she was actually on, which, uh, what do you think, Utah? Are you guys familiar with that, that, uh, Bill Allred does? No. They're, they're monthly, they're monthly discussions that they have down at the, uh, the, what is it, 50 West or the Club, Club 50 West? Um, it's right by, it's right where the X96 building is now. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Broadway. It's like the, you know, on, on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. And, uh, so they had this, they had this segment <clears throat> where they were talking to, um, you know, actual doctors that are relevant to the discussion and also two of the lawmakers that, um, not only, I think one of them actually helped write it and then they also signed it. They also approved it. 
And, um, you know, she's on this episode and you can find her on Twitter and she has just been so adamant about, you know, making people aware about how ridiculous this is yeah. because essentially what the fetal pain law does is it, it's telling doctors how to provide care because it's, it's saying that, you have to do this with this procedure, but we're not going to tell you how to do it. So from her perspective, it's like, okay, what, what does, what does giving an anesthetic to a fetus mean? You know, what am I, am I like, what am I supposed to give them? Cause it's not specific. And mm-hmm. I think the one of the guys, the, the guy who was on it and I, and I'm spacing on his name, unfortunately. Um, he was like, Oh, just, you know, give the woman an aspirin and that that's considered giving them, you know, you know, covering the law or, or some stupid shit like that. Well, had that. she and, been using the aspirin between her knees, then yeah. this wouldn't have happened. Had a yeah, place. so it's, you know, so from her perspective, she's like, okay, we have this law which was never, you know, you never consulted with anybody who was, you know, anybody who actually performs these, you know, no medical doctors, you just pulled this out of your ass and then, you know, now if I have to do this procedure on one of my patients, I'm, I'm, I am fearing for the fact that I might get, I might get arrested because I didn't do it the right way or, you know, it's just, it's, or, it's ridiculous. Or how much anesthesia do you need to give a pregnant woman to well, anesthetize much- the? Well, well yes. how much, what type, yeah, yeah exactly. How, how do you administer and the yeah. law and the way the law was written, it doesn't cover that. And so, you know, we're, we're asking the lawmakers, what does this mean? And they don't have an answer because it was clearly. Well, well it's clearly in the bill. It said anesthetize the baby. So what does that mean? Like, Heroin, do I, yeah. yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it would work. Yeah, yeah it would. <laughs> So if you ever have the opportunity to follow her on Twitter, she's only on Twitter, but yeah, Leah Torres, she's, she's incredible. And talk to her too. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we know that. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say. I mean, Herbert may not have consulted any relevant doctors about it, but he, but he does know well, what Uchtdorf thinks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he just signed it's, it into law. He didn't have anything right. to do with the writing. I don't think. But still, right. it's. Yeah, yeah. But he could have researched it and been like, "This is bullshit. But I'm not signing this into law." He could have vetoed it, but we all know. We all know. I mean, he's all about he's all about pornography being a a health uh, a health uh, Mm -hmm. risk to everybody. But now he does have a good collection of hustler. He does, and I'm pretty jealous. (laughs) I want that collection. Wasn't it Larry Flint just decided that he was going to send every representative of the Utah the Mm -hmm. Utah legislature? Yeah, Yeah. and then they were all up in arms because uh, some of them were sent to some people's houses because that's where they had their Their official listed on the website. (laughs) You sent this this to our home where our children are. It's like that's where you had your, your place of business. Like, how was I supposed to know? Like. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. I hadn't heard that part of it. That's That makes it even more delightful. Yeah. Well, if, if, I guess if anybody wants a collection of Hustler, you just go to the state capitol on whatever day Hustler gets sent out on and go by the trash. I yeah, head out to the trash some. bins. Yeah, I bet you won't. They, before they, before the order, legislators get to, get out there and they, sneak and it out of home. there themselves. Yeah. Well, in order for them to shred them, they'd have to actually look at each page. Because you can't put a whole magazine in a shredder. Not another same. Well, say, it depends yeah. on the shredder. True. <laughs> the one we have at work won't work. Yeah, there there are industrial shredders True. that are like these giant cyclone blender machines like for banks and shit that we actually it's funny that you mentioned that because we <laughs> we I've got some uh associates in town for work and so we took a tour of the main building for my employer that's across the street from us that is this giant like warehouse structure almost. It's just, it's fucking huge. And so we took a tour of the place and it's, uh, Ogden, Utah is one of the main mailing places. 
And so they do a ton of printing there and mailing, and then they receive a bunch of mail inbound. And, uh, so one of the guys that I was, that, that's in town was talking about, uh, his, his family member works for a bank and, uh, the, the bank's print, the, the, wherever the bank has their printing done, they also send their, uh, garbage to them or their mm-hmm. recyclables to them. And he went and toured their facility and it's just like this giant room that, that keeps this wind whipping around as they shred these documents en masse. And then they're all whirled together so that there's you like can't. no way that you could ever piece mm-hmm. together all of the bits of information from mm-hmm. one individual document and. It's kind of kind of nifty. So that means our bank Just imagine all secure. the nudes just mixed in with all that, you know, yeah. PHI and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the dick pics they all get the at the dick pics, yeah. at, at the at the bank. Trying to ma- trying to match the pink parts, <laughs> the brown parts. And, oh yeah. shit! This was a slit. Never mind. Wrong wrong color pink. <laughs> this is a brown eye. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I totally lost track of what we were talking about. Well, we were talking about abortion there, but we can get back to the other talks. Okay. Uh, talks. You, you, have you lived in Utah your entire life? Sort of. We, um, we moved around a lot. Um, cause my father's side of the family was from, was from a sheep farm in, uh, Salem, Oregon. And my mother's side was from here. So we actually kept moving back and forth. So we'd, we'd spend a year or two here, go back to Salem, uh, you know, spend a year or two there. So we, we kept going back and forth, but I've lived here consistently since I was about 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And you were not raised with any particular brand of religion. Um, not any particular brand. I would say very New Testament. Jesus's love, Jesus's life kind of thing. So it wasn't really, we, we went to, uh, the Salt Lake Christian Center mostly. It's down there on like 7th and 39th ish down there. Um, yeah, just raised very generic Christian. So, so did you attend services there? The, uh-huh. yeah. the it's just called the Christian Center. Yeah, the Salt Lake, yeah, hmm. just the Salt Lake, Salt Lake Christian Center is what it was called. And, hmm. uh, uh, it's still there. It's, you know, it's still up and up and going. So we, uh, we, we attended there. We, we went through these phases where we'd, we'd go to church for a while. My parents would be like super Christy for a little bit and then they just stop and they'd go back and then they'd stop. So it was always just, you know, whenever, Generally, East, der- Eastern and Christmas time. Not even that. <laughs> or just as different turmoils. Just kind of, yeah, just whatever, yeah, you know, just whatever turmoils were going on in the family at the time. They'd really need that, you know, that, that structure. So, yeah, did the, they, they, they volunteered for Sunday school stuff and, you know, went to, went to all that, got baptized when I was eight, I believe. And were you dunked or sprinkled? Dumped. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nearly drowned. Dumped. Full on immersion. <laughs> Full on immersion. Yep. I go all in <laughs> on everything. Uh, yeah. No. It's uh. So the way they had they had the stage set up where the where the pastor was, and then behind there was this big wall. But then they could open it up, and there was like this little whirlpool hot tub there. So you just you know just dunk people in your little your little white garments. Not the same kind of garments you guys are used to. We don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I was never religious, so when I think of people being dunked in white garments, I probably have something different in mind. You got you've got something very uh, X-rated in mind, don't you? Well, I mean, I, it's a I have no idea where he's going. Usually, they get spots. baptized at white spring t-shirt. break. Yeah, but... white T-shirt contest. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Instead of white, and it's it's how does your mind not go there? Yeah, mine I'm, didn't. I know. I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, I was baptized into the LDS Church, and I know that I had to wear 
all white, but mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was like a one piece thing or yeah, a long was, sleeve shirt or t shirt or mine was a hmm. was a gown. It was like a just a wool gown. Nothing, yeah. nothing to it, yeah. Do you remember? I Matt? think they are one piece. Yeah. Or maybe there are but maybe like they a, have a both. onesie. Yeah, maybe they do have like a pant and shirt baptismal set or something. Yeah, I Who knows? I they're changing their they're changing their fashion all the time yeah. for their for their sacred It never changes. Undies, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. yeah, and I just have this vague memory of of having to wear all white. Mm-hmm. And the the baptismal font water was a very nice temperature. <laughs> like it was well, it was nice. It was nice and warm. It's bath water. How long were you uh in line for? No, it was just one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I didn't know if it was like the pool downtown. No. <laughs> okay. No, it did smell very much like a chlorine pool, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they keep it nice and clean. Yeah, very you, hygienic. Yeah. You, you know, scientifically, if you smell more chlorine, it means there's more we in it. May, what? Why yeah. would it? How why? is that scientific? Yeah. Mythbusters did a thing on it. Uh, so the chlorine they use in pools uh-huh. reacts with urea. Oh. So the more chlorine, so the more the, the more of that chlorine smell you have, is the more that the chlorine is acting to actually attack bacteria in the water. I yeah. wonder what the ratio is for a trade-off. Like, clearly, yeah. if well, you add more chlorine, of, just watch that episode of South Park. <laughs> yeah, it makes it. But I mean, I mean, clearly, if you add more chlorine, it's going to smell more chlorinated. So, what is the what is the ratio of you know probably keep it urine same. to chlorine that. Uh, when they did the test on it, they just found out that if you, there actually was more urine in the pool, you would smell a stronger chlorine smell. Because yeah. it's reacting versus, with the chemicals. Because it's reacting with the chemicals versus no urea in the pool, you wouldn't have as strong of a chlorine smell. So you still got that chlorine smell, but yeah. it's, it's stronger strong. with the more people pee in the pool. Hmm. Well, like I said, I think it would still depend on how much chlorine they put in there initially. Right? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you put too much chlorine in there, it's going to harm you. Huh. Well, Yeah. When I was on the diving team in high school, my hair started turning green from mm-hmm. the from the chlorine in the pool. Apparently, mine happened too. I was a lifeguard for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm colorblind, so I didn't notice right away. <laughs> <laughs> my my mom pointed it out. She's like, uh, "Your hair's turning green," and I was like, "I'm the Hulk. I'm just, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want." I'm just to going say. through a phase, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grow out of it. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, speaking of phases and parents and, and growing out of things, how, how are your, how does your family handle your Satanism? Uh, I, I never really came out, uh, per se. It was just all the stuff was popping up on my Facebook page. I was sharing everything and, and stuff like that. So to my mother's credit, uh, she, when she found, when she was like, oh, she's probably a member, uh, she didn't initially freak out and call me and say, what the fuck are you doing? It was, she actually <laughs> well, took the time and went on the website and, saw what we were all about and so hmm. it's a wow. um, yeah yeah kudos to mom yeah. kudos to mom yeah she's she's pretty great so uh it, it's one of those things where it's it's an accepted reality we just don't really talk about it i'm sure it still makes them really uncomfortable because they're still very active in their christian community but uh my dad and i don't talk about it it's just we don't we don't talk and that's fine there's just a lot that just doesn't need to be said about it it's it's known and that's that's all there needs to be so yeah well yeah what was it? How, what was your road to actually discovering uh, the Satanic Temple and everything, and, and breaking away from the Christianity that you've been raised with? So I stopped considering myself. I, I considered myself an atheist right around the time I was about fifteen or sixteen. Is when I completely disavowed any association with uh, Christianity or any um, 
deity worship at all around around that time. And so I was just a, I was just one of those atheist people just didn't really need an answer to anything. I knew what I didn't believe and that was fine for me. I wasn't even looking for any alternatives. It was just like, okay, well, I don't believe in this. I certainly don't, but that that's fine. I don't need anything else. And so I sauntered or sauntered along through my uh, teen years and my 20s. And, you know, and when you're talking about uh, becoming a Satanist, you know, a lot of people are introduced to it via uh, the Satanic Bible, which is written by Anton LaVey, mm-hmm. uh, which we have no association with. But, uh, you know, that's always that's usually everyone's, you know, yeah. first introduction into into Satanism. Or, mm-hmm. Satanic uh, panic. Yeah, the panic. Yeah, and- yeah, that was uh, well, I mean, so the COS, the Church of Satan was established, the Satanic Bibles in the 60s. And so um, they they were the first, well, it, that's been heavily disputed. So I would say they were the the first long-lasting organized Satanic community. Uh, they, there were others like well before that, but, you know, COS was the first long-standing still here uh, communities. So I had read the Satanic Bible, uh, you know, first time when I was about 16 or 17, was very like 40 60 about it 40 percent. i was like yeah no that's that's really awesome oh wow i you know there's a religion out there that thinks rape is terrible and you know uh slavery's bad i'm going yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um just you know these these ideas that are so counter to what you're raised with um you know all about you know personal responsibility and uh and and stuff like that so that was really cool but the other 60 percent just I wasn't about it. You know, you have your your social Darwinism, your, uh, you know, the magic aspect of it, the, you know, the mm-hmm. children's spells and yeah. stuff, and I just wasn't about it. So I, I'd actually read it twice. So, I, you know, first time when I was a little bit younger, and then I decided to go back to it when I was a little bit older because it was just one of those things I wanted to understand a little bit better because – you can't really say you're against something if you don't know anything about it. So mm-hmm. if you don't understand just the core mm-hmm. concept of, you know, well, I'm not a Buddhist because of this. Well, why is that? Well, just because I'm not. No, there, there should be a reason why you're not. It's just you know this about it, and that's why you're not. And that's that's a better explanation than saying, well, I just – it just sounds dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. it. Read it again. Same thing. Just I'm like, yeah, 40, 60, just can't, just can't really get get into it that much. So – my journey into Satanism really did start with um, the Satanic Temple, uh, and I, I like to I, I like to say because I, I really feel this is true that I didn't find the Satanic Temple; the Satanic Temple found me because I wasn't looking for it. Oh, that's adorable! It's adorable, <laughs> I know. Um, but it, it's genuinely how I feel because it was I just was not looking to be a part of any community at the time. It was just. Here's this really cool satanic community that's doing this with a Baphomet statue and mm-hmm. they're, you know, these, these, uh, these campaigns they're doing, this activism. It's amazing. Oh, the tenants, they're, I don't have to, I don't have to change anything about myself to believe in this. So it, it started really small, just started varying, just kind of looking into it, just learning all about reading all the literature and, and, uh, and everything like that. So I kind of reluctantly went into it, but once I decided it was for me, it was because this is who I am and I don't have to change anything about myself to be a part of this. You really identified it. I identified heavily with it. And it took me, it took me a long time because I don't, I don't like being a part of, you know, organizations (laughs) really. I mean, I had, I had just completely pushed back from it for so many years. And so it, it actually was me stepping outside my comfort zone, but knowing that it was the right thing for me. And I believe so much in it that that's where I am. That's how I got to where I am today. So that's that's how I went from 
Christianity to atheism to Satanism. <laughs> Don't hear a lot of uh, Satan touched my heart stories, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Satan did well, indeed touch my heart. He wants a relationship with everybody. Yeah. I know. I've Why do you on... think all these confused Christians just turn down a relationship with, with Satan? Satan? I don't know. They're so confused. And What were you going to say, Ryan? Oh, no. I was going to say, I've, I've said it on here before, but – Oh, like, then shut up. Well, well, fuck you. It's, it's more pertinent to this story. Well, then maybe, never mind. Maybe they don't remember me saying it. But no, the seven tenets of uh, the Satanic Temple. Mm-hmm. I've actually at work brought that up on my phone and read them to guys before without telling them yeah, what it is. What it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you think of this? The only thing, this is kind of like a really good way to live your life, a really good, you know, this. there's nothing bad about what they're saying here. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. Where does that come from? Oh, the Satanic Temple. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. the, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the tenets of the Satanic Temple. Doesn't it sound way more better than or way better than your Ten Commandments or your... If she's not a virgin killer book. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, no, they're Satanists. No, that's bad. It's automatically yeah. bad. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you tell them, hey, here's the seven tenets of the Satanic Temple, they won't want to hear it anyway. Mm-hmm. But once you read it to them and they're like, oh, that sounds, that's actually pretty good. I like that. Then they find out where it comes from and they're like, oh. Well, that doesn't fit the vague notion I have of what being a Satanist means from all of the movies that I've seen and television shows that I've watched. Well, and and the indoctrination too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's, that's the, you know, Satan is that figure that, that keeps you on God's path, right? I mean, that's. You're, you're taught to fear it without knowing why you fear it. Yeah. There's no good reason to fear Satan, actually, even according to the Bible. They just do. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just all the indoctrination and, and, and talk against Satan that clearly he's the bad guy because the Bible says he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Christians will like the idiot ones anyway. Like if you if you say you're an atheist, they'll say, "Oh, so you like the devil or whatever." All yeah, that. yeah, you worship you worship <laughs> the devil. Yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it go the other way? If you say you're a Satanist, they're like, "Oh, so you're an atheist." Yeah, that doesn't really happen, right? <laughs> no, it never does. It's uh, you. I, I'm constant. We are constantly having to tell people that we don't worship an actual deity, uh-huh. Satan. That it's a, a literary, you know, it's a it's a literary metaphor. Um, you know, that Satan being the the adversary is is what the word actually yeah. really means, and it's a it's a it's a literary construct. So yeah, but I'm 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 amazed that I've never it's it's never been. A, oh, so you're an atheist? It's 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 never that. It's never that way. No. You always have to justify the fact that you are an atheist uh, when you're talking about being a Satanist. So, Well, one of the criticisms that I hear launched against the Satanic Temple all the time is that it's dishonest. And I hear this from atheists all the time. Dishonest in what way? That knowing how Christians are going to respond to to the symbol to the sim to the symbolism and to the to the just the name itself being yeah. the satanic temple that you're being deliberately misleading and you're you're being deliberately obtuse or disingenuous it's provocative and yeah, yeah and that and that you and that you know as that you should know that most christians are going to have a knee jerk reaction to this with with a preconceived notion of what satanism means or is and so that by Claiming the label of being a Satanist, you're you're automatically being duplicitous, or you're being disingenuous, or you're being misleading. Well, what I'd say to that is not everything is about them. Maybe mm-hmm. we're considered Satanists because that's who we identify with, and their reaction to it isn't even considered. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah it's not even a consideration, and that's not the point. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's I think that's, that's fair. 
no, it's it's not the it's not the goal. It's not the whole. It's not the reason. It's it's simply you know the 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 idea of Satan, the the literary Satan of, you know the the natural inquisitor, the the uh, eternal rebel against the ultimate tyrannical force. Like that's like that's why we identify as Satanists, and you know, pe- you know the, the the people who react the strongest, who are typically Christian or um, you know uh, anything like that, they. They, they like to make it all about them and that's not, that's not the purpose and that's not why. So that's, that's, so we're completely genuine in how we feel and, you know, that's, that's an odd. I've never heard that. I haven't heard that one before. Oh, really? I hear that one all the time. That and I love, I love your answer, by the way. I think that is wonderful because I think when I hear atheists say that, not only are they playing into mm-hmm. the Christian stereotype mm-hmm. and the Christian view of that, they're actually promoting it. Yeah. They're, they're promoting a Christian right. view that they clearly don't agree with, but they're still using the Christian narrative to denounce the the satanic well, temple yeah that's a good point yeah it well and you know it is a knee-jerk reaction and you know a lot of atheists do come out of some kind of some kind of religious you know christianity or what have you um and so when you're indoctrinated your entire life that that's it, it's hard it, it's hard not to be need it's hard not to be knee-jerk because it's just drilled into your your entire life so um, I understand the knee-jerk reaction, but I also think it's interesting that, you know, the atheist community is so it, – it, it's all about, you know, being rational and, and everything like that, but they don't have a lot of rational reactions to stuff to, to us. So it, it's it's a little ironic. Yeah, I think, I think that at least in some cases, the – the skepti senses get go tingly because yeah. Satan is a mythical figure of in within the Christian mythology. So immediately it's like you start to you start to feel like okay. I mean, I I understand you guys don't believe that it's real and you guys don't worship and all that, but I think immediately they're thinking we back away from that thing. Mm-hmm. And and so well, it's it's also a religion thing too. I mean, I I think there are a lot of the uh, a lot of atheists that I've met who are so just against us in general. It's not that they're against us on principle. It's yes. just that you know, oh, you guys are a religion. Right. I really fucking hate religion. And so it's it's not even it's not even us per se. It's it's the fact that it's a religious organization and so there's a lot of just I I know a lot of people like uh, what is it? Christian scientists? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. God. I've heard They're some the worst. stories. And so it's, you know, so I've known some people who are, you know, former Christian scientists. And so, you know, they didn't fit in anywhere. Mm. And so they, they, even if they, they can support us wholeheartedly in everything we do and they can agree to the tenets and everything. But the fact that we're a religion, they're like, get that the fuck away from yeah. me. Like you guys yeah. do you, but I'm not, I don't want anything to do with it. So Interesting. There, there's a, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects to it that we get even from. From the atheist community, but hmm. well, I, well, I know when I first had heard of the Satanic Temple, I actually had to do some research on it to mm-hmm. find out. Oh, wait, this is you know they have a more of an atheistic view; they don't actually worship a literal yeah Satan. I'm like, oh, okay, that's 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 different then. Mm-hmm. So I had to get into it and research it, and then you know finding the seven tenets, and then later on actually getting to talk to Lucian Greaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is actually these people are fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, one is give, give us a chance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I mentioned, you know, they're they don't just play into the Christian narrative; they use the Christian narrative to bash the Satanic right. Temple. Yeah. 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 And and you know they're they're on one hand they're completely against Christianity in the sense of not wanting to to be Christian or to have 
religion play into things, but then they allow Christians to define what a, what a religion is mm-hmm. and why the satanic temple would be bad or why religion is bad because of the Christian narrative of what a religion is or means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. So they, and I think that is duplicitous and, mis- and misleading. You know, they're, they're using Christian beliefs to say that something else is bad. It doesn't make any sense to me. To quote Saitan Brugenkate, they're borrowing from the Christian worldview (laughs) (laughs) to to argue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, it's a hard habit to break, unfortunately. So I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't, you know, put it against anybody because I I know it's a hard habit to break, especially when it's been drilled into you for so many years that it's, it's, it's hard to back away from that. But, um, at least there are some people out there like you guys that'll give us a chance. And, <laughs> well, I mean, you, you guys have amassed a pretty incredible group of spokespeople. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it, after you hear any, any number of, of you chapter heads or, or executives or whatever they are speak, <laughs> speak on almost anything. You're like, holy shit. Because these guys and gals are super sharp and yeah, that was talking about. That was and, one of the first things that, that drew me toward the satanic temple yeah. was, what a wordsmith Lucian is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. Even, even, even just knowing him in person and, and talking to him, just, just bullshitting and, and exchanging tit jokes. It's, he does it with <laughs> such finesse. He does it so intelligently with such finesse. It's just, it, you know, it's just how, you know, it's just how it is. And of course, you know, Jex being our other, uh, spokesperson, mm-hmm. she's just so, so eloquent, so eloquent, <laughs> so eloquent and, you know, it, you know, just so smart and it's, it, it's a lot to aspire to, you know, it, it's, it's, it's nice to have people who speak for the organization you're with to be people that you look up to and aspire to be like that because it, it makes you want to be better in what you do. So, um, it's, it's, it's lovely. And all of our chapter heads are incredible. Like I've, I've met the majority of all of them either, either online or in person and, I couldn't be, you know, we, I couldn't be more proud to have that family that I have because they're just, they're all so unique and so wonderful, so intelligent and bright and, mm-hmm. um, just incredible people. So. Yeah, I, I, I definitely out. have to agree. Like I said, I, I, I was stalking you all week while you were in Boston. No. <laughs> it looks so funny. Yeah. You know, I was, I was looking at your, your timeline and Michelle's timeline Michelle's and, and Ashes and, and Stu's yeah. and, and Lucian's, mm-hmm. uh, page out there. And I was like, man, they're having so much fun. It looks yeah. awesome. Such uh, cool people. Yeah. We have an eternity in hell to spend with each other. So, uh, it's going to be the best. <laughs> all the cool people are there anyway. Oh, for sure. I'd rather party with them. I want to be in heaven with those uptight worshiping assholes <laughs> with no bacon. So no bacon, so how does yeah. the how does the whole structure of the satanic temple work? Uh you, you mentioned the other chapter heads and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like how many chapters and chapter heads are there and what's above them and how how does that whole dynamic break down? So starting from the top we have executive ministry. They're they're pretty much uh the the co-founders, um probably some other people and they're kind of the, the last you know, they're, they're, they're at the very top and they have final say. And then what we, and then what they've done is they've established national council, which is a, uh, a combination of, uh, people who, uh, the chapter heads go to with all of their requests um, to go, you know, you, you give all your requests to the National Council and they approve or, you know, disapprove or um, get more information. So they're really the people that the cha- that it's it's what the chapter heads rely on to, you know, get projects, campaigns, meetings and stuff like that through. And then you have your um, uh, you have your chapter heads who basically work as 
you know, kind of the, kind of the directors of your chapter. So, you know, we're the ones who are, you know, we, we speak directly with national council. We, uh, make sure uh, we organize everything, keep all the financials. Um, you know, very much like a manager position is, is what it feels like. And, uh, you know, I'm responsible for, you know, making sure that new memberships come in and, um, answering any questions and, uh, you know, any, media requests that either go to the spokespeople or sometimes we can speak on on behalf of just the chapter local stuff and we have all the memberships and then uh, each chapter has their core councils and so that's basically the the council of which you have you know trusted people that help you put everything together bring the ideas and stuff and then all other membership is you know people who come to your meetings or they bring you ideas they show up they help you with everything so it's pretty great. It's I, I like it. It's uh, fairly the National Council is fairly new, but they've been amazing and they're a really good resource and they're all incredible people. And, you know, anything you need, they just they're on it. So hmm. it's really nice because before it would just be like, hey, Lucian, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, I need this. I need this. Um, but so, everybody's doing that, right? I, yeah, I was going to yeah. say everybody, yeah. everybody's doing it. everybody wants, you know. Everybody wants a piece of his time. Everybody wants a piece of his time. So I'm sure, I'm sure that has just lifted a lot off of his plate and, you know, other people that are, uh, that were on executive and, um, helps free up time for the stuff that they want to do. And, you know, he's very involved with Gray Faction that we have. And so I'm, I'm glad it's structured because, you know, we, you know, we as the chapters, we have our place to go for all the stuff that we need, you know, just everyday big campaign stuff and, you know, executive can do everything that they need to do so it's working it's working pretty well do you know how many how many different chapters there are or or where they are um like, do you have any any feel for the numbers on number of chapters and, and locations like 15 to 20 i think um because there was a moratorium on it for quite a long time and there are actually some yeah. chapters that we have that uh are don't even have an online presence so i don't think i've met those people yet but um so if we're starting on the West Coast, we've got Seattle. We have two chapters in California, San Jose, Los Angeles. We Go have, Steve Hill. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cool dude. Um, Utah, Arizona, Minneapolis. I think we have one in Texas. We have our Detroit, New York, Florida. We just got West Florida as a brand new one. We have Boston. And I'm sure I am missing a few more than that. It's it's actually on our website. We have the list Sorry. of the official ones, but oh, yeah. I, I mean, quite a few, especially um, uh, especially lately. Now that the moratoriums are in uh, Maine, we have one in Maine. I can't forget. I can't forget Mercy. Uh, so yeah, it's we're we're building. We're building. Now that the moratorium's done, we kind of have more of a. They they really had to kind of get all their shit together and stuff like that. So now that that's been done, people are applying and wanted know. to get all of the feces cohesive before they started <laughs> trickling all that. Yeah, down pretty much. Yeah. Shit rolls downhill, but you got to make sure that it's in a group before it, can, it gets there can mm-hmm. move. Right. Yeah. No one likes yeah. Ronnie Pooh. Got to get the poop in a group. Yeah. Oh, in New York, New York. We have Ash in New York. Poop in a group, feces cohesive. Yeah. Yep. So how many people <laughs> do you have here locally for as actual members of the, of the satanic temple or do you? Uh, official, so official membership. So this isn't including people who consider themselves members. Uh, as far as people that I work with directly, we have seven. Okay. So we're small. We're tiny. 
but we're also we've only also been here since February. So. Yeah, you're, you're, you're new. I mean, <laughs> yeah, new, you're, yeah, you're growing. Yeah, and we're trying to uh, you know trying to get the word out there. We actually yeah. have our very first big event uh, on uh, Pioneer Day, our okay. unbaptism event. Awesome. Uh, which is for member, ally, any spectator alike. It's uh, so essentially what it is is we're doing this big unbaptism on stage. Uh, it's going to be this big spectacle, um, and people can come and, and watch. And then we have some entertainment that we're going to have. And people can have their drinks and so do you have party all party. the info for this yet? Like where most of it? Yeah, so it's um, <laughs> Sunday. It's Sunday, July twenty fourth on Pioneer Day. Uh, it's oh, uh, I think you mean Pine Beer Day. Pine yes. Beer Day. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have. Well, maybe we should bring pie. That would, that would be <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, and it's going to be at the Metro Bar. And, uh, it's, uh, $10 to get in and, uh, it's, uh, 21 and over. So, uh, doors open at six, uh, ceremony will be at seven. So the way it's going to be is we'll, we'll have our big unbaptism ceremony, um, on this, on the big stage and we'll, we'll make it and we'll make it a show for everybody. It'll be really great. And then afterwards, after we do the main one, uh, we'll have some other people come through. If they want to be unbaptized, they can, they can do that. And then we'll also have some other entertainment around the, around the bar. And then people can drink and talk and just hang out. And we really want it to be, you know, kind of like a, like a, you know, people come and meet and hang out and bond and stuff like that. So it's, it's a, a social gathering, a social yeah. gathering. Yeah. And it's, it's for everybody. You don't have to be a member. Um, you don't even have to be a Satanist. You, you know, if you just want to come see what we're about, that's that's cool too. So it's it's going to be really great. I Sounds hope a lot of people show up. I hope a lot of people show up. <laughs> so if you're local, you know what to do on July 24th. So, yeah, I was going to say, come get unbaptized. <laughs> come see the real fireworks, motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> well, they're not going to do fireworks on Sunday anyway. Of course here they're not. They're going to do what? No, Friday? They'll, do they they'll, do they'll do it. Like they'll do it Saturday, Saturday. 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 Saturday or Monday. No, they won't wait until Monday. They'll do it okay. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we we talked about the the national organization mm-hmm. and the chapter heads. Who who do you have helping you here locally? You have. Did you say like a local council or? Yeah, so we have our, we have our core council and, uh, that's, there's four of us. And, you know, they're, they're, they're incredible and I couldn't do this without them. They're, they're basically, you know, the support system and they, they help me, uh, you know, put everything together, help make decisions, say, Hey, let's, let's do this. Okay. Well, after I get approval from national, let's put this all together. So it's, uh, yeah, the core council is, is really important because we essentially, you know, take these ideas that come in or even they have their ideas and then we say, okay, let's work this out. Is this relevant? Is this something that we want to put on the TST name? You know, it, a lot of it is, um, you know, determining and part of my job too is basically, you know, saying whether or not it's, it's relevant because, you know, we're not a catch all for everybody and people don't tend to understand that. But my, my council does. They're amazing. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's that they're basically just, you know, my, my big support system and I couldn't do any of this without them. So who secures all your goat purchases for sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't just, dis- I can't oh. disclose that. Names and addresses. <laughs> she said earlier her family was sheep herders. Oh, that's true. Oh. That's true. I get a discount. I get a family discount. It's me. <laughs> That's how you became chapter head. Yes, yes. I had a, I had I got the hookup. Yeah. It's the only oh, reason they wanted sense. me. 
Well, and you mentioned Gray Faction, and that's a fairly mm-hmm. fairly new development. What what is Gray Faction? So Gray Faction is the the part of the Satanic Temple that deals with uh, exposing basically the Satanic panic within the mental health field. So there mm. are, there are a lot of mental health professionals out there who are still Doctor pop- Lecter. <laughs> Um, Nilbrick. What an asshole. <laughs> um, so they're the, uh, they're the part of, of the organization that's, um, you know, exposes, uh, you know, mal- malpractice within the mental health field, people who are continually propagating this idea of satanic panic, um, you know, ritualistic abuse, satanic cults, stuff like that. So, you know, their primary thing is just to expose these people and try to get them, you know, uh, trying to get them legally, uh, well. Uh, trying to, uh, you know, expose them to the public and try and get the boards, the you know, the the mental health boards, the certifying to, boards, the yeah. certifying boards to mm. investigate. Yeah. So they compile all the data. They compile, you know, everything. You know, we have our petitions. We uh, did one with uh, Ellen Lachter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She she is a real piece of work. Um, yeah. Piece and of something. <sighs> She uh, she's really into the idea of uh, you know ritualistic uh, abuse and uh, satanic cults, and she uh, there was this uh, case uh, quite a few years back with this uh, multimillionaire lady. Her name was Gigi Jordan, and she was convinced that her son, who was autistic, uh, his autism was a um, was the um, was a manifestation was a mani- of his- yeah it, yeah was a manifestation of uh, being um, abused like you know by satanic cults and you know yeah. sexually and, and stuff like that so she was absolutely convinced this woman was clearly you know something was absolutely wrong with her and all for so, goddamn rocker all yeah. for goddamn rocker so she was convinced and so she murdered her son uh, as a mercy killing. Hmm. And Ellen Lacker gets into this because she was actually, uh, this Gigi Jordan was actually a patient of hers at one point. Uh, she was seeing her and, um, it's believed that if, it's believed that Gigi Jordan got this idea in her head about satanic cults from Ellen Lacker because, you know, she, she believes in that so much. She thinks it's a thing. It's, she's, yeah, she's made a whole career off of it. Yeah, basically spoon fed that to her. Spoon fed it and yeah. that's, and we're pretty convinced that that's why, um, her son Jude is no longer with us. So, uh, we started a petition. We got all the signatures and it was sent to the applicable, uh, review board. And they're actually, they sent us a letter back saying that they were looking into it. So nice. I hope, I hope something yeah. comes out of it. And the new one we have is against this guy named, uh, Neil Brick, who is the head of this place called Smart. It's a stop. Oh, I'm terrible with acronyms. Stop. Mm. My aching, my achy, breaky heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have it written down because I, I knew I would forget this. I absolutely knew I would forget the acronym. <laughs> it's uh. S M R T smart. I am so smart. S M R T. M O O N spells moon. <laughs> stop mind control. Um, stop, stop mind control and ritual abuse today is what it stands for. The smart. Okay. And so he he's another guy who's completely convinced of you know the the existence of ritualistic abuse and satanic cults. Um, Smagarat really. Is. Yeah, somebody who's <laughs> somebody who has admittedly so via his own admission uh, claims that he's made um, is a part of the Illuminati and his oh. himself uh, under mind control uh, that he can be triggered to rape and kill at any given point i mean this guy i mean th- these are things he's a practicing he's, clinician and he is a practicing wow. clinician oh wow this man is in practice he's how much tr- stock in tinfoil tr- does he have tinfoil has yeah. oh my god he's <laughs> <laughs> 
He owns There's them. not enough tinfoil to make that hat, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why he has a stock in it because he's going to spend so much money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he's a he is another guy who is who is spouting this bullshit. Still and in practice. Still in practice. Yeah, so that's crazy. We um so we <laughs> did have so we do have the petition that's on uh online. Uh, it's on change.org. And we actually got the required 1,000 signatures. And, um, uh, so we're basically gathering more so that we can deliver the petition to the board to have him looked into as well. So yeah, the guy's an absolute nutter. He's, he's absolutely crazy. Hmm. Just doing damage to people well, that he should be helping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's, that's the sad thing. So. Obviously, like, these satanic cults don't exist. Ritual abuse does not, I mean, it's just never been proven to exist. It, it really doesn't. And these people who, these, these delusional mental health professionals are taking these people that go to them and they are in, you know, they're in such a way and they're, they're, they're vulnerable. Well, these people are seeking help. They're seeking and they're help being harmed. And, they're, and they're being harmed yeah. by these people. I mean, to the point where somebody, you know, somebody most likely via this malpractice murdered their child. And so what it, what it's doing to people who are seeking their help and being convinced that their issues are from the, you know, that their issues are this manifestations of satanic ritualistic abuse. I mean, it, it, that in it, that in itself is the abuse. And it's sickening. It's terrible. And, you know, I, I feel very strongly about it because I at one point needed that help. And knowing where I was at that point in my life, it, I, if I had someone like Neil Brick in my head, like, I don't know if I'd be here. I, like, I, I probably would have been worse off if somebody was telling me that, you know, all of this, all of this stuff going on with me was, you know, I've been ritualistically abused and, you know, all this repressed memory bullshit, you know, just putting the shit in my head. Like, I can't imagine where I'd be. And these people are in practice. They're, they're help, like they're quote well, yeah, unquote, they're, they're quote unquote helping people. They're, they're responsible for the healthcare of these people. Yeah. And yeah, and they're, I mean, they prey upon the most vulnerable yeah. people who go to them seeking help. Yeah. And completely abuse their position of power yeah. and authority over these people. It does. Feeding, feeding them these ridiculous delusions. Mm-hmm. That leads to demonstrable harm. It does. It does. And so that's why I'm so incredibly grateful that Gray Faction exists because, you know, their, you know, their work is to expose these people for what they're doing and having, you know, the, the proper authorities like look into them and, you know, you know, look at the claims and, you know, the, the evidence and make their determinations. But, you know, some of them expose them for being giant yeah. shit. Yeah. And hopefully go to jail. Yeah. So, yeah. does Gray Faction have its own website, or are they on the? It does. Temple? It's uh, grayfaction.org, dot org, I All believe. Right. And yeah, you can. I mean, you can you can see the link to it on the satanic, uh, you know, the satanic dot com. There's there's a link there, but they do have their own website, and you can see everything that they've been doing. Uh, there was a recent protest uh, during the uh, national conference, the ISSTD, and uh, you know them kind of protesting there and you know so all of all of those campaigns all of the stuff they're working on is currently on the website so you can check that out and see what i always thought the isstd sounds like some space-based sexually <laughs> transmitted <laughs> yeah. disease center yeah well they're i mean yeah i mean they're they're the ones helping propagate this stuff along i mean they're you know all the all of these people are showing up i mean hundreds of practicing Mental health professionals are showing up and they're being fed this as if it's legitimate. And ISSTD hmm. is there. I mean, they're just like, yeah, no, show up and bring your bring your tinfoil hats and and never have to do any work ever again. You no. can just give this formula to everyone that comes in your office, and you don't even have to worry about listening to their actual problems mm-hmm. or dealing with any of that just give them this bullshit. Yeah, you can blame all the world's woes on this yep. one particular yep. group. 
and mm-hmm. and point to them and say, "Well, this is what happened. You are ritually you are ritually abused, right. or your child is being ritually abused." Well, I don't mm-hmm. remember any of that. No, I know that's part of it. Yeah. It's part of it. You don't remember it. <laughs> we'll help yeah. you. We'll They're help you with that. that clever. It's a repressed memory. Yeah, they're that clever. Yeah. They've yeah. made you forget all of this. We'll hypnotize you and draw all of this information out. Yeah, well, and it's uh, so you know the the you know it all kind of started within the. I, I, you know, satanic panic as the phenomena, yeah. you know, referring to the one in the eighties, but I mean, every, every group throughout history has been satanized. So it's not like it's, you know, uh, unique to, unique to us and our generation. But, uh, yeah, it, it really started. And people think that, you know, the satanic panic of the eighties and nineties is completely gone. Like everyone's no. forgot about it, but it's, no. it's alive and well. It's just kind of hush hush and it's in the mental health field. So, hmm. so I'm hoping. And what that. is that? What's the, I, I, the name of it is escaping me. The type of communication that, uh, like Jade couldn't, he, he was autistic, so he couldn't communicate by himself. Oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So it was it's like this it's some kind of assisted, it was an assisted yeah. communication, and I, I used to know what it was specifically called, but essentially what it was is, um, somebody would guide, they have a keyboard next to them, and, uh, through like, uh, like body language or, or like uh, muscle spasms or there was a way that the person there could determine what they were trying to type and or then help them type or said they yeah. could determine. Oh, well, yeah. and that was, yeah, I mean, that's, and it, and, it, and it's been completely proven to be bullshit. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like it's a Ouija been, board. Exactly. It's yeah. exactly what it is. It's a, it's, it's a Ouija board. And so, um, that's how with this, uh, with this case with Gigi Jordan and her son Jude, that's exactly what happened. Her, she was guiding, you know, him along and apparently had, in his responses, had vocabulary that he could not have possibly mm-hmm. had, but, you know, she was just like, yeah, no, this is what he, what said. he said. And, you know, talking spe- about all sorts correctly. of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> having, having, you know, having, uh, the, the capabilities, the, the, uh, capabilities that he wouldn't have had. Yeah. And, hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's a, it's like a, it's like muscle kinetics or something like that, that, that supposedly was supposed to work, but it's been proven to not. So it's, it's bullshit. Magic. Well, while we're talking about people who wear tinfoil hats, I mm-hmm. thought I would bring this to everybody's attention if we didn't know what was happening. In New Zealand, on the 2nd and 3rd of July. (laughs) You know what's going on in New Zealand on July 2nd and 3rd? Uh, They're preparing for Americans being assholes celebrating their independence? No. What? Um, There's a Flat Earthers conference. Oh, yay. Oh, wow. In New Zealand on July 3rd and 2nd. All the world-renowned scientists that are going to prove the Earth is flat will be meeting in New Zealand on July (laughs) 2nd. New Zealand. That's what it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into a zoo Zealand. scientists in New Zealand. (laughs) That's what it's going to turn into is a zoo with these, I mean, (laughs) crazy tinfoil hat-wearing people that are there for a Flat Earth convention. Hey, all the more power to them, man. I know flat earthers exist. I haven't really looked into their claims of why they... I didn't know they of had... how they can justify their oh, beliefs. They have lots of them. Yeah. They have lots of reasons why they think that... Have you looked into it Yes. I was you, going through like Can a, you explain any uh, of them to um, me? Like... I, I'll try to think. They can't I'll try even to think explain of some. To you. I mean, one of the big things is that like when, when ships and planes are navigating, that they don't take into account the curvature of the earth at all for... for for getting from A to B or whatever, um, are are uh, any of them actually pilots? I don't know, and I and I don't know the answer to that either. Like I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's one thing. I know there was another thing when they were they when they were talking about when they dug the, like say the Panama Canal or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Um, what the and they were, and they were they were saying how the the thing the tools they use are perfectly level, and they went all the way across this you know whatever however wide that is what is it fifty miles wide or something thirty miles I don't know whatever it is well it's not very it's long not wide 
Well, long. Okay. Yeah. But how long is that isthmus, though? Or how wide is that isthmus? Isthmus. That's a fun word. <laughs> any, like any, anyway, it doesn't matter. But what they were saying was that they used this, like, level tool to dig out all to dredge the earth uh, from underneath it. And they're saying, well, over this span of, let's say, 30 miles, the earth should have curved X amount, whatever that was. And they're like, but it actually stays the it actually is perfectly parallel the whole way through. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude, because you're measuring from the, the earth to the top of the water. Yeah. On both sides. It's going to be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course it is. But it's stuff like that. Or steel, why steel that, doesn't melt at that temperature. Legit. Yeah. Or why, why like flights from um, Santiago to um Canberra or Perth or whatever, why they don't go over Antarctica? Why do they go around like to LA and everything? If the earth was round, that's like an extra like, I don't know, twenty hours or whatever they say. Uh, well, n- well stuff no. like that. Well All the reason why you don't fly over Antarctica is because if you have an emergency and you have to land, then there ain't nowhere for you to fucking land. So planes like to spend the most amount of time over land over as possible. Land, yeah. Yeah. Also there's nowhere to gas up. Also yeah. there's no extra cu- um people getting on or off i mean when they go from santiago to lax there's a shit ton of exchange people uh, yeah people they're exchanging picking up new people to go to australia well even whatever. like so, I mean, going from europe to the u.s we would always stop off in like uh, uh greenland or something or iceland and because we're always going over land like we didn't pick anybody up it was just hey we're uh, going from here to here or you have to over and then down like yeah yeah i think we we yeah, fuel we, yeah i don't know so it's a whole bunch of reasons like that well, and flight plans don't follow, like, they don't go in a straight, in a straight line, line no, from they're, point they're, A to they're, point B. They're curved. And so and will that yeah, boat they, travel they will curved. be slightly they're, arced. They curve the flight plan yeah. according to the Earth's curvature yes. because that is a shorter distance than going in a, like, if you're looking at a globe and if you draw a, a straight line from, like, LA to New York City, that is a longer distance than if you take a curved route Mm. And heading north yeah. and meet it where yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's one for you. Then how how do the how could how come the oceans don't fall off? <laughs> Jesus, they would, you you would think that they would fall off if the Earth were flat. No, 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 no. Because the entire Earth is surrounded by an ice wall. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the poles are. Duh. What? Mm. what but, but does a, do the poles encircle us? Yes. So they're not the North and South Pole. They're the it's everywhere, yeah. Pole. It's not really well, a pole. It's not really a pole it's a, either. It's a hoop. Yeah. The the It's like the Great Wall and the Game polar of Thrones Lander's uh-huh. <laughs> Or I guess it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be plural at that point. It would just be the One. polar hoop. Yep. So they they have to believe NASA and the ISS are all like fake. Well, I'm convinced. I mean, that's one thing. <laughs> I mean, not. I was really hoping to go to the outer space too. <laughs> not not. I mean, let's forget for a second that. There's no such thing as up or down or whatever once you back out from the earth that far. And there's nothing for the – why would the – what 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 would be pulling the ocean off anyway? It's not like here's the actual ground and here's earth. That, like that doesn't happen. So where do – like none of the physics work for that anyway. No. So yeah, even in their – even in their I don't understand. World, they, do they also I'm, think that we're on the back of a turtle? I don't know. It's turtles all the way down. Yeah, turtles all the way down. <laughs> also, and this one's the real kicker, if you look at the UN logo – uh-huh. Flat Earth. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, because, shit, they, because they've taken the globe and flattened it out. Uh huh. Oh, Evidence wow. is right there. Fuck. The it's rest a, of us are too disc. blind to because see. they couldn't create a 3D flag. Clearly, this, this clearly this is bullshit. Is <laughs> yep. 
Wow. Well, then but how you do can we- you can go to flatearthsociety.com or whatever it is, .org, I don't know, .edu, whatever the fuck it is. But <laughs> flat- .edu. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I, I just haven't looked into any of their claims to know yeah. they, how, I, how deep the bullshit goes. But. I, I probably picked some of the funnier ones. Well, then, I remember reading through, How like, do people sail around the world then? Yeah. There's a competition every few years where people sail around the world. Uh-huh. If, it, if it ended at some point, they wouldn't be able to like, whoop. Well, what they're doing <laughs> is they're following that circular trajectory around the disc. I, I guess I, got, I would have to imagine. I don't know what it even looked like. What would it look like? Like a CD. And like all the continents are set up in the middle, and then you have the, pol- the polar hoop yeah, I'm, holding still- all the oceans in. Confusing. It still doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't understand how any of that would. I would work. need to see a. I would do oh, no, the website and see a. Dr- <laughs> no, it doesn't work, Dan. So like it's so like when rivers flow, are they just flowing to like the low point on this flat ish? Yeah. That's what they act. Of, yeah, of, they they still do do that. That's correct. Even on the round Earth, they do that. Well, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> If if the Earth was just flat, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly they don't think that mountains don't yeah, exist right, and right, that right. kind of shit. But oh, also take a picture of the horizon, flat, flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's another big one. Which I saw a funny one that was that showed like super close up of a basketball, and they're like, "Good yeah, basketballs are flat." It's like, yeah, if you're taking that small of a sample, it's gonna look flat. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, yeah, yeah, rivers do run downhill in both scenario. Sure, yeah. I'm just trying to determine where – now that doesn't make any sense either. I was going to say where the low point is for the rivers to run to, but even on a globe, that doesn't make sense. So, How do they explain volcanoes? How is that? Why is that tricky? Oh, because the center of the earth stuff? Because you got the pressure that's pushing outward or pushing inwards that, you know, you got the oh, magnet turtle, underneath. So that's turtle poop coming out. Turtle poop, yeah. Uh-huh. Turtle poop. He's yeah. been eating too much hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Oh. Volcanoes are just the pimple on the earth's face. Yes. <laughs> Got a burst sometime. Oh, that's all very strange. Yes. <laughs> Turtle I know, poop and, and pimples. And so obviously then, I mean, I don't know if they all think that it's a heliocentric system, but certainly some must think that the moon and the so sun just do circles around each or, other. Or is it above. an upside down Frisbee, the better example? How is that different from a CD? <laughs> because Fine. there's no it's hole a- in the middle and it's got ed- it's got ed- oh, lips around the edges of it. Oh, God. Okay, you need it. Pr- that's yes, a, fine. Use that's your a much frisbee. better that's analogy, fine. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I know they're both round, but it's one's a- got lips on the side of it. And one doesn't have a, cer- a hole in the middle. It, no hole in the sure. middle. Sure, sure. Because otherwise, all the water would funnel right through that hole in the middle. <laughs> I-, I thought maybe that could have been overlooked, but... <laughs> Clearly, you were no. wrong. No. <laughs> you you yeah. use an object with a hole in the middle of it. Huh. Yeah, so frisbee then. Fair enough. <laughs> it still just seems really strange to me that anybody maybe, could maybe really more like a that. disc golf disc. Maybe okay, not. okay. But the, the, whoa, there's really? all kinds of different golf discs though. Yeah, like that's true. more like a putter. Oh yeah, drivers are too small. All right, Jesus. All right, anyway, <laughs> we're getting in the weeds. We've digressed. Uh, you want to do any newsy things? I don't have any newsy things. We always have newsy things. Well, we still got the uh, the two other Supreme Court rulings that came out today. What were they? Well, we have one with guns. The Supreme Court issued guns to everybody? No. Oh. But they made a ruling that people have been in charge with uh, domestic violence 
or domestic dispute type stuff can no longer possess firearms. Yes. Which I thought was already a thing. Yeah, I thought so that was already say, a thing as well. Yeah, I wonder what... It clearly hasn't been enforced. Well, maybe... Uh, I, I mean, or maybe I, someone was fighting it. Maybe there was a challenge to it that they just said, mm-hmm. no, this is this is correct. Yeah, so, so you can't own firearms if you beat a wife. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that was already a thing. Yeah. And due to our lovely city office working lady in Texas... Oh, and real quick, before we move off of guns, yeah, uh, Taylor yeah. thought very highly of your uh, well, Federalist Papers thank you, Taylor. argument against the Second Amendment. I wish it would have flowed out of my mouth a little better last week. But or I think not necessarily we got the against across. the Second Amendment, but against today's interpretation of yeah. the Second Amendment. Yeah. Basically saying that you should, it's a National Guard is our well-regulated militia, and that's pretty much the only people that should be allowed to be armed. Yeah. That was that was a very good uh, thing you did last week. Thank you. I enjoyed it very much, and so did Taylor. He wants me to send him a, a cut of just that section of the show. Okay. To provide to somebody that he's arguing with. Well, I can I can direct him. I'll uh, I'll text him. Uh, direct him to the actual text of it. Oh, as that well. might be good. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would probably help as well. I don't know if I don't know if he's looking for a particular medium that he can just go. You know, here, listen to this, dummy. Or and they're gonna say, "Well, it's not the Constitution, so I don't give a shit." That's not what the Supreme Court has said. But the Federalist Papers go right along with the Constitution because that's where all the founding fathers laid out their actual interpretations of what the Constitution actually says. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like you know when they make a ruling in the Supreme Court. There's their ruling. Now this is why they made that ruling. Supreme Court ain't my government. Are no. you big into politics, Shalise? Personally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a few things. Only, only what I know about. Other things, I I can just accept that I don't know anything about it, and I don't have an opinion one way or the other. Yeah. So yeah. what are you what are you passionate about politics wise? Politics. Uh, keeping people out of my uterus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Separation of church <laughs> and state. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Those are both very good things. To yeah, but as far as I keep could. an eye on, yeah. particularly as a woman, like you know, as a guy, I don't try to keep people out of my uterus, but yeah, well, you should. No, yeah, you, <laughs> you really should, man. It's like a, it's like a revolving door in there. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's consensual, so I don't mind oh. too much. Uh, I'm all about being probed. <laughs> the wow. aliens, aliens are welcome as well. Fuck, no tinfoil here. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Have you not had a ride on the Gray's ship? No. Oh, well, okay. You said it like out. you you said it like you had. So I was just well, no. Say, I, it's then, just a, it's just a hope and desire. Oh, okay, a dream, okay. a want, yeah, a wish. Then, then you'll see how flat the Earth is. That's oh, all I'm saying. Oh, well, where do the Greys come from then? Uh, some other flat world. What's on the other <laughs> side? Uh, the mountains, naked bums. No, like seriously. I don't know, dude. Oh, okay. I don't believe this stuff. I just am... defend the position that you don't have, Matt. <laughs> yeah, and that I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> I gave you the website. I gave you the information. I read five minutes before we turned the mics on. <laughs> yeah, I think the website is hosted by someone that also gave Kent Hovind his uh, PhD. Oh well. No, I'm just kidding. But it wouldn't surprise me. I anyway. Oh, what were you going to say, Ryan? Oh, I was going to say our, uh, our other bit of news from the Supreme Court today is the fact that you are not allowed to use your religious beliefs in order to deny someone a marriage certificate. Woohoo. As a public. As, well, yeah. Well, because a... you don't get your marriage certificate from a oh, priest. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. They right, right. sign your marriage certificate. 
So yeah, the they're, they're networks, the ones that they're the ones who officiated over it. You have yeah, to have somebody who's the clerk. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you the person who actually gives you, but you know that same person, a city clerk or city council, or uh, why why am I county clerk? Think. County, county clerk, clerk can also sign your your certificate, and they also issue it to you with their name on it. Mm-hmm. So you can't it's pull not, a Kim Davis. Yes. So it's exactly her case that brought this to the attention. She is no longer, and no one else is allowed to use their religious beliefs in order to deny someone their marriage certificate. Good. Yay. Yay! So that's another win. But then there's the really Yay. shitty, shitty not win that happened this week too. I'm trying to remember what it was. I know Brexit. <laughs> oh no, there was another Supreme Court decision oh. that went went bad. Went not good. Um. <laughs> oh no, there was uh, the immigration one that went four four. Yeah. That was the other one that happened this week. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing to immigrants now? I've been gone for a week. The whole uh, world fall, fell apart. This was Ob- Obama's initiative to allow a path for immig- to for people to become a citizens in the U.S. Kind of uh, like to become a say. citizens. Yeah, it was along the lines of like what the Dream Act was. Okay, but it we... wasn't the Dream Act. It was allow people that don't qualify for the Dream Act to still try to be able to become a citizen. And I think it was still along the same lines of the rules, like you know, you can't have committed a crime or any of that kind of stuff. Be an upstanding citizen, pay all back taxes and everything, become you know, a upright standing citizen of our country, and have tons of debt and lots of taxes to pay. <laughs> uh, you'd be allowed to stay in the country. Uh, I think it got voted for four, so it got shot down. Huh. Hmm. No, it's bueno. Weird. Uh, that's that, what all the immigrants say. Yep. <laughs> all no bueno. They, uh, <laughs> no, Feliz bueno. Navidad. <laughs> no matter where they come from, they fucking speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hate them. It's either no es bueno or a bunch of yulating. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you know that thing I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, will you hand me a beer? I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I like appreciate you. I like how you said it just a little bit more quietly, as if you. It hey, wouldn't, when you hand me it a wouldn't beer? be picked up. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, so we last week we kind of started a little bit of a Donald oh, yeah. Trump, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, conspiracy theory thing. Um, we there there were fifty eight, I believe. I think that's what you said. What's it, what's really covered one. Yeah. Yeah. 58 conspiracy yeah. theories that a- Donald about, Trump believes. Or oh, that about. he believes. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were about yeah. Donald Trump oh, no. because there's so much more. Yeah. There's gotta be way <laughs> more. <laughs> you know what's really crazy is there's so many people on the left, people who purport to be or who are purported skeptics who are like making all kinds of weird fucking conspiracy theories surrounding Donald Trump. Like, like he's a plant from Hillary Clinton. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's only running to, to get Hillary voted in. Yeah, just really weird fucking things that when why wouldn't it be the other way? Why wouldn't Hillary be the plant to get Trump in? I mean, that seems just as plausible. Because that's not how it works, Matt. Yeah. Oh. Because we hate Hillary Clinton. Uh, Wrong conspiracy theory, bro. But we become, love Trump. Yeah, people become a lot scarier once you know how sincere they are. That's what we share in common. <laughs> <laughs> they become scarier when you realize how sincere they are. Well, let's analyze that for a moment. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 re- I realized a really quick way to get my dad off the phone these days. Talk about Hillary? Well, so 
last episode I mentioned that he had given the kids oh, yeah. or given my kids who are, who are both adult age now anyway, that he had given them the Mormon trilogy, the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine oh. and Covenants, oh. and the Pearl of Great Price. Woo-hoo. Told them that the Book of Mormon is can be confusing, so maybe not bother with that, but they should at least at least read the Doctrine and Covenants. And that he was carrying on conversations with my dead sister through the uh, uh, carbon smoke, monoxide yeah, detector. Yeah. Uh, so, what? So wow. series of yeah. beeps and blips. Yeah, my beeps and blips yeah. were communications. Huh? Yeah. My that, my dad. Well, apparently, sounds, apparently, sounds apparently like there's good. a zero oh, on the carbon monoxide detector to tell you. Oh, is it no... Morse code? And when my father talks to it, if my sister's around and talking to him, the zero blinks. Oh, oh. Some, yeah, yeah, Morse code. And then apparently he can interpret what she's saying. Now maybe he's just breathing wow. really close to it, so it's like, oh, is it a one? Um, wait, no, no, it's. Well, that would be carbon dioxide. Yeah, I made the same, the same mistake yeah. in talking to other people. True. Yeah, actually, in talking to the kids on the way home, I said something similar, and then they all pointed and laughed at me it's... because I, because I confused carbon monoxide and dioxide. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So my dad is is. Fucking way out there lately. But I realized that one of the quickest ways to get him off the phone now is to mention anything surrounding atheism or the Satanic Temple. Because when I was at his house, you know, that's when the guy brought the puppy down to meet us, whatever. We got to my dad's house and I was like, oh, I need to go to the ATM so that I can get some more cash to pay this guy when he brings the puppy. My dad's like, oh, no. You know, I've got some cash here in a fucking coffee can stuffed in the <laughs> in the fucking cupboard. Wait, let me get my shovel in my GPS. How much do, how much do you need? And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I've got like three or four hundred on me. I need another four hundred for the for the puppy. Or no, I needed another six hundred for the puppy. And I was like, so you know, I'll just run to the ATM. No big deal. Like, no, no, no. I, let me get this coffee can full of cash out of the cupboard that I have here. <laughs> Because I don't trust banks, apparently, or some shit like that. And so he gave me the cash. He's like, just, you know, you can send me a check or whatever. I'm like, dude, I've written, like, I've had my checking account for, I don't know, 15 who, fucking who years. And I've checks? written probably the same number of checks from it yeah. since I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just set up a payment to come through the bank or whatever. So that was Father's Day on Sunday. Monday I come home, do, you know, Monday... We do whatever shit. I don't even remember what I was doing. Monday evening, I remember, oh, I need to set up a payment for my dad laying in bed. I set it up through my phone, send $600 to Dan Sr. in Brigham City. The bank says it'll be three to five business days, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, great. That's taken care of. So I get a call from him on Thursday. No, Friday. No, Saturday. <laughs> no, Sunday. That day. No, no my, wait, what game were we playing? This is fun. I'm old and my days run together. Forgive me. It's one of the days, right? Yes, it's one of the days that ends with Y. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, <No. laughs> so Saturday I get a call from him. I knew him. that was coming. Uh, I get a call from him like early afternoon-ish while I was getting shit ready for the party. And he leaves a message and he's like, Hi, this is your dad. I was just calling to see how the puppy's doing, blah, blah, blah. Well, actually I was calling <laughs> to see if you'd forgotten about me because I haven't gotten any money from you. <laughs> I was like, God, you're just kind of a dick. Like, if you, like, he, my dad does this whole thing, right, where he. I would have told him you put it in the coffee can. He pretends to do things 
for altruistic reasons and they're not at all mm. there's no altruism behind them at all like what we discussed earlier yeah mm-hmm. yeah like he wants people to think he's a nice guy when in fact most often he's not a nice guy he's being a giant dick about something so he calls and he's like yeah i want to call in to see how the puppy's doing well actually i was just wondering if you'd forgotten about me because i haven't gotten any money from you i was like god damn it so i Go out, log into my bank account, see that it's, you know, posted to my account the day before. So he should have had it like Friday yeah. or Saturday and clearly he hadn't, whatever. So he should have had it by today. So get everything ready for the party, head to the party. We're doing the party and I'm like, Oh fuck, I gotta call him back. So in the middle of the party, I walked outside and I'm calling my dad and I'm like, Oh yeah. Hey, you know, I got your message returning your call to let you know the puppy's fine. And doing great. Thanks for asking. And also, yes, I didn't forget about you. I sent or I requested this be sent out. It's going to take three to five business days, according to the website. Cleared my account yesterday. I'm surprised you didn't have it then. Really surprised you didn't have it today. If you don't have it by Monday, let me know. Of course, I haven't heard anything today to see how the puppy's doing. So he must have gotten his money. Yeah, Yeah, he, he doesn't do anything for... Purely For altruistic reasons it, yeah. or because yeah. he's a genuinely nice guy, it's where's my money or I want somebody else to think that I'm a nice guy. Yep. Or I'm taking your puppy. Yep. Yeah. We but got some more newsies? Oh, I thought we were going to do a Donald Trump conspiracy theory. Oh, sure. Yeah. Fuck. I got <laughs> totally sidetracked. <laughs> we talked about the conspiracy. So the, the next one up on our list is that Bill Ayers wrote Dreams from My Father, which is the book... Uh, purportedly written by President Barack Hussein Hussein. Obama. Uh, Donald Trump has embraced the far-right conspiracy theory, which initially started as a joke that Obama didn't write his book Dreams for My Father. In a 2012 Fox News appearance, he explained, quote, he had a book, whether he whether he wrote the book or not, but that book pushed him very hard and very strongly. <laughs> and then they get into who really penned that book. It will be an interesting question for people to figure out. I don't believe it. I think somebody else had a lot to do with the book. I think he wrote the second book, which was certainly not a masterpiece. I'm very good at books, and it certainly wasn't a masterpiece. So Donald Trump does not believe that POTUS wrote Dreams from My Father. He thinks that Bill Ayers wrote the book. Uh, Bill Ayers wrote the book, Trump said in 2011, explaining that Barack Obama wouldn't be president if it weren't for the super genius Ayers. (laughs) A lot of people have... Uh said he wrote the book. Now it's coming out the Bill Ayers wrote it. I'm not saying this. I'm hearing it from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly it's one of those things that, he's, that he told Lynn, uh Got the Laura best Ingram. people. Got the best people. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I What's the best tinfoil? So Sunday I watch my news programs. Yeah. Hoo-hoo-go. <laughs> I was watching. Hey, I'll uh, decide. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember which which one of the two programs that I watch on Sunday it was, but they played this little clip of Hillary Clinton talking about Donald Trump. She's like, well, he says he's this great businessman and he's written, you know, a lot of different books on business, but they all end with chapter 11. (laughs) That's a good one. I thought that was very, very good. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. So did you happen to see the protester in uh, Scotland? 
that got that got Trump at his golf course. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what what was the protester doing? Uh, she she had a sign and I. Oh had... no, not this one. This was a dude I'm talking oh, about. Oh no, no, okay. So wait, we got we got one. two stories going on. I want here. to hear both of them. I'll look up. I'll look the. I'll look up the chick on my stone. Okay. You look at right. the other one. <laughs> so there's this British comedian that's done. A, he does a whole bunch of things. He did one with a uh, uh, Volkswagen with their emissions thing, like climbing underneath the car trying to fuck with it to fix their emissions when that whole thing came out. He threw money all over the FIFA guys when their whole thing came out. He does all these big lavish press things. So when Trump was opening up his golf course there in Scotland the other day, he showed up with free golf balls for everybody. Huh. These golf balls were red with a white circle, and inside that white circle was a swastika. Oh Jesus! Oh, <laughs> so he was—he came out as Trump was taking this, the podium, claiming to be a representative from the golf course, and saying, "Here is it's going to the press corps," <laughs> and started handing out, saying, "Here's here's." Uh, Turnberry would like to hand you these free <laughs> golf, golf balls, balls in, in commemoration of the golf course opening today. That's fantastic. He got swiftly escorted out of there. Yeah. And as he was being escorted out, someone in the the audience or someone in the crowd yells, cut your hair and get a job. My thought is, this is the guy's job. Yeah. Was he talking to Trump or? Oh, that's true. (laughs) He could have been talking to Trump. Trump's trying to get a job. But uh, Trying to get a job and needs to cut his hair. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, pretty funny and pretty poignant. Huh. Uh, And there was actually a whole documentary on that golf course. On Turnberry? Yes. What was the documentary about? On how the fact that everybody that lived there did not want him to fucking build a golf course there. Oh, all the people on the island? Yeah, because he bought that land. People are like, this has been our, this is like our pastures and our beautiful countryside. And you want to rip it up to build a golf course that only really rich fucking people can go golf at and close it off to everybody that lives here. But it's going to be so amazing and beautiful. It's going to be a wonderful course. It's going to be amazing. That I can tell you. I talked to my dad the other day, and he was like, yeah, but, you know, he kind of did him a favor the way I see it. I mean, like, you know, it was about to go bankrupt, and he came in and helped no. him out. And blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, no. my dad's turning Trump. <laughs> he's going to no. he's gonna support Trump. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> They've I been mean, building this golf course for a long time. Yeah. No, I know. He doesn't know anything. I'm really surprised. Uh, my dad is not a Trump supporter, and that really surprised me. Yeah, that me. surprises me from what I know. Yeah. It's it's valid. It's not I mean it's not really a story, but it's a protester and she has a sign on it that says Trump is a cunt. And I just thought that was really <laughs> funny. Just it's, standing out there. Yeah, she's just standing out there with she the sign. She just follow just, him everywhere. It's hilarious. Yeah. She speaks the truth. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he is she kind of a cunt. She speaks to me. But the other thing Donald Trump did she, take time to do oh you, you, can, you can continue. Before I was going to say, I would, I would say he's a cunt, but you know, he doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve the. Uh, he lacks both the depth and the warmth of a cunt. Yes, he doesn't deserve <laughs> to be associated with my anatomy. <laughs> but Trump also did take the time to comment on the whole Brexit, the U, U, uh, Brexit, Brexit issue with them voting to leave the union. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Does funny. anyone else think that's like a Utah Valley teenage, you know, unwedded mother name? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. going to be. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. It's the first thing, it's first thing I thought when I heard that. I was <laughs> that's like, a Utah oh. name. Yeah, that's totally a Utah name. Yeah. But when he was giving it's his- It's going to be the next Palin kid as well. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. yeah. <laughs> no one Brexit Palin on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> But when he was giving his whole speech about opening the golf course and he started talking on them leaving the union, he was saying how good it was for them to leave the union, saying, no, no, look, they, uh, 
the dollar's dropping here, and that's good because people are going to come in vacation here more they can afford it. It's like, what? Did you just say it's a good thing that their money's being devalued now? He said so a lot people of can go sh- go visit there now since they can afford it, but yeah, nobody the that lives is there is falling, can af- and that's going to be good for me. Yeah, yeah, but nobody that lives there is going to be good for. It's like that's fucking the whole country. But you're glad that tourists will have a place to go to and spend their money at because their American dollars are worth so much more now. More there now. Yeah. Like, Meanwhile, oh. the Dow has dropped more than 800 points yeah. in two days, more yeah. than 5%. Yeah. Global economies yeah. are starting to spiral down. Yeah. People that voted for it actually had to Google it after it <laughs> Which happened. Yeah. was the most mm-hmm. amazing thing. These people voted to leave and they didn't know what the fuck they're voting to leave. Yeah. Uh, but I did love the comments from people that said, yeah, this is a race issue. Because the people that voted to leave are straight up racist. A lot of them. Uh, I saw a, a tweet that listed like the the voting, you know, the ages, voting yeah. ages oh, yeah. of those who wanted to stay, those who voted to leave, and they were asking basically, is this a democratic system? Because you know, people from what was it like eighteen to twenty four, like you know, some really high number of them voted to stay, and yeah. it, it was the scale of the older you went, the more you voted to to leave. And then it showed on the other side, you know, the, the people who voted to stay were, were disregarded and, and the number of years, you know, it, it looked at life, to, uh, it, Jesus, it looked at <laughs> life expectancy for these different age yeah. groups. All of them were right near 90 years old. Oh, wow. And so when you look at the life expectancy of these people who voted to stay versus those who voted to leave, the people who voted to leave, which is what ultimately happened. Yeah. They'll have to deal with this for a very limited amount of time versus the 60-plus years that the people who wanted yeah. to stay will have to deal with. Yeah, I think it was 68, 69 years to 16 yeah. at the bottom yeah. was going to be the difference. Yeah, the people who didn't want it would have to deal with it for 69 years, and the people who wanted it will only get to deal with it, have to deal with it for... They'll get to enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. For, for, for that years. amount of time. Well, and the reason yeah, why they the, said it it's was... it's the boomers again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the reason why I said it was racist because of the immigration issue. Uh-huh. Because just like in the United States, if you come here and say New York's like, yes, we will take in 2,000 immigrants this year. Well, that doesn't mean they got to stay in New York. They can travel anywhere within the United States they want to. So if France or the UN except decides... To, except to the South. Well, true, they get shot there. <laughs> so if the UN says, hey, we want to take in these many people and they'll come into France or, you know, Belgium or whatever, doesn't mean they're going to stay there. They can go anywhere within the UN they want. And the people in Great Britain were like, fuck that. We don't want these terrorists or these brown people coming in here. We want to keep it, keep them out of here. So if we leave the UN, I guess EU. not EU, not UN. If we leave the, the EU, the European Union, they can't come here. Well, and I've, I've heard that Boris Johnson is being, or Bojo is the two skeptical chaps referred yeah. to him, <laughs> is, uh, being compared as being a, a more, uh, eloquent Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. Bojo was also born in New York. Was he? Was, was he born in New York? I knew that he yep. was educated in the, in the U.S. Yep. He was. Born in New York. Yep. And he's got a similar hairdo. Yeah. Uh, did they have the same mom? No. Dad? No. <laughs> is, that a, is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> Bojo's a bastard from the south who's also a dragon rider. Oh. Winter has now come. I don't watch. Which led to the Brexit. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I, well, never mind then. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> even if, yeah, if you don't, you know what the reference is. I knew the references, <laughs> but I, I, I don't have HBO. 
I try it, that show has too many realms to keep track of. Like, Do you try reading the books? Really? Ugh. It, no, it's like no, the thanks. show. It's like the show times ten. Was, was, awesome. was that a good? <sighs> I hear it's much bad, more difficult uh, just because of the number of characters. Oh. Yes, it, there are so many more characters. There's so much more going on. And so when I was reading the series, I actually had to keep a piece of paper with me, and I had to with write notes. down wow. who people were because I couldn't ever keep it straight. So, I mean, it's it's worth it. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful series, and I'm actually like even with the um, changes that they've made to the uh, to the TV show. I like it. It's like experiencing a whole new realm, but it's like with people who got Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, you know, they bitch about it, but it's like, you got to see the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, like come to life. Yeah. It come to life in, in real. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's how I see Game of Thrones. Like there, you know, there was really super solid in in the first season and they kind of go in and out, but this last one, holy shit. Wow. (laughs) The last two episodes, really. Like the the one well, the one before the season finale mm-hmm. and then the season finale. Well, because you know the season finales, a lot of the times it's like that. It's like that. You know, you almost get to that climax, but then you lose interest, and so you're just kind of left with that for for a little bit until yeah. you get a good one in. That's how they usually are. But this one, like, wow, full blast, man! Yeah. Outer space. Yeah, the last two so episodes, good. I was like, oh my god, like, holy shit! They they weren't <laughs> fucking. They weren't fucking around. Well, no, there might not be any more though. No, they, they've got two more seasons. No, yeah. but there might be low budget now. What? Why? Because <sighs> of the whole EU breakup. Because yeah. they filmed these shows in uh, Britain and they were getting funding from the EU to do it. Yeah, oh. they'll have to. Dude, they're, 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 somebody will throw so much money at them. Yeah, to get they're going to have to get money from a different source or they're going to cut, oh, work cut the budget a little bit. Wide-ranging consequences. Yes. Which sucks because considering considering how they ended it this season, there's going to be a lot more CGI needed for the next few. Uh-huh. Next two, and but, that's not cheap. Yeah. It's not, but... Someone will fund it. They'll, they'll, they won't go without. It's too. It, it's it's too. Bill good. Gates will do it. He HBO should. would just fund it by themselves. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. They probably say. should. A They're huge, making enough money huge on success, it. Yeah. yeah, it's huge success. Exactly. It's 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 a money hog for them. So it'll be fine. It's made HBO right. great again. That I can tell Make you. It, it's been good. That and that and Vice. Yeah, uh-huh. I like Vice a lot. I do too. Was, a lot. Most of their episodes. There have been a couple. There have been like, a few. Yeah. There was, the one they did on a, on GMOs, I was like, ah, they let Bill Maher be the producer. Oh, yeah, and I'm I'm so I'm so love hate with Bill because you know, it's always just down the line. It's just like, oh, I love this, I love this. Oh, you're against vaccines, okay, and then you're pouring well, just yeah. fucking bullshit straight out of your mouth. Like, I just yeah. don't like him. He, I know, he's, like a lot of people very, are like he's very hit and miss with me. I'm yeah. a fan, but he's still very hit and miss with me. The, the thing for me is that I mean, I know a lot of people do like some of the stuff he says. I can get what he says in the you know about whatever it is that I that I agree with mm-hmm. from somebody else who doesn't also add that stupid fucking bullshit. That's not <laughs> you true. know what I, you know how I, I just love don't him? even watch him. I love him as a comedian because that's how he started. He started yeah, as a yeah. stand up yeah. comedian. I actually saw him at a Bravena Hall a few years ago doing stand up, and like he's he's wonderful. He's mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful. So mm-hmm. I'm like, stick with that. Yeah, you're really good at that. Like he's he's really good. I did like Religious. I did too. Yeah. I watched that, was... that. I watched that quite a few times. Yeah. I liked it a lot. He did really well. Yeah, I saw him the last time he came through town at a Robinelle. Yeah. That was pretty good. But, but uh for the vaccine thing though, oh, uh Penn on, and Teller's dude. bullshit, their uh-huh. episode on vaccine is good. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to. It's it's a good one. Pretty much all those episodes are are good. 
Yeah, they do a they did a pretty good job, but the, with the vaccine one, they, you know how they always break numbers down, like with some really good visual aids. You know, they so they do the whole with the people and breaking down the numbers and stuff and breaking all the bullshit down. And of course, they always bring the person on who is a anti vaxxer Of course. And make fucking so they can fun mock of them. them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they yeah they always cling to that one that one paper that one that one guy who said they were linked and they don't even take into account that it was it's so it's been so heavily single study yeah. focus yeah well yeah and he lost his license over it because he manipulated the data and right. he lied through his teeth and uh, there's actually a there's a documentary released uh, recently about about him and. Now I'm spacing on her name. She's just brilliant documentarian, and she released a, a document a documentary about him recently. So, anyways, there's there's one about that. There, you'll you'll see one coming out about him, and it's just all about that whole that that whole study and how full of shit it is, and how it's affected the oh, fact that lot. we now yeah just all the diseases that we tried eradicating and we and were absolutely there, and now they're coming back because. Like I, I can't. I'm glad I don't have kids because I don't. I don't want to worry about that at all. Just like having having my kid go into there, because they don't realize that you know herd immunity, yeah, it works if everyone else is immunized because mm-hmm. you have like they don't they don't think about the fact that there are some children who just can't like they're they're super sick. They have immune disorders, cancers, like these kids who are already they they can't do it, and so they rely on everyone else to get their shit in their their shit together and yeah i mean even with yeah. the flu vaccine sure the flu yeah. vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the flu 100 percent of the time yeah but it, i mean and it's and it's no big deal for me personally if i get the flu i don't i don't get the flu vaccine to protect myself necessarily from getting the flu i get others. it to protect other people yeah. who may get the flu i get it to protect young children mm-hmm. and, and old people and people with compromised uh, immune, immune systems, systems yeah. who can't get the flu shot mm-hmm. so that they don't so that I'm not a carrier of the flu and happen to pass it on to them and they fucking die. Yeah, I mean that yeah and they they don't get it. Oh, it's got arsenic in it. It's got this. So it's just like It's not 100% effective. Mercury, Why bother? Blah, blah, blah. You don't need it if you're in this age range. Sure, I don't well, need it. It's not necessary. But what if it. you have yeah, it, it it's, it's it's not so something nonsensical. that is going to make sure that I don't die necessarily, but it may help somebody every, else to not die. It's for everyone else, yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't gotten the flu in years, but that doesn't. I'm I'm not going to say like, well, I haven't been sick in a long time, and I'm fairly healthy, so I won't get it. No, no, dude, I'm 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 getting shot up. I don't care. I haven't had the measles, and I'm pretty sure that I could live through it if I got it. <laughs> so I'm not going to get immunized. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they still do that. They still do the. Uh, it's not the measles. Uh, the, the mumps, rubella, whooping cough. Smallpox. Smallpox. I got smallpox. Not smallpox. I got smallpox vaccine. Yeah. But it's only because I was going to foreign countries. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, normally people don't get it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Chickenpox. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, right. Not smallpox. What the fuck am I talking about? Smallpox is way deadlier than (laughs) chickenpox. The second I said it, I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) Um, No, chickenpox. You used to have the chickenpox parties where, you know, one kid gets sick and then you get all your kids together. So they all get sick because you, you, uh, you, uh, once you get sick, you build that, um, yeah, the white blood cells to do that. Or you just want them to get over it. Like, just, just get it. That or your, yeah, mm-hmm. that or it's just the uh, non-coat hanger way to solve your problems. Oh. <laughs> oh, we'll miss little Johnny. 
<laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, what a shame. Shouldn't have left him in the car. Be nice if our last <laughs> memories of him weren't of him just covered in bumps and being miserable, but such is life. Say la vie. Yep. Now let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> now we can afford a vacation. Think about yeah. the money we'll be saving now. Yeah. yeah. No more college fun to worry about. Oh, man. Our marriage is saved. <laughs> Well, thank you very, very much for coming out and well, hanging out with us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So where can people learn more about the Salt Lake chapter of the Satanic Temple? So we have our website, uh, thesatanictempleutah.com, uh, but we also are very active on our Facebook page, which you just look up uh, the Satanic Temple slash Utah chapter. And again, we do have our unbaptism event going on. It's on July 24th, Sunday, July 24th uh, at the Metro Bar. It uh, Doors at 6 uh, ceremony starts at seven, and it's for everybody. That's you don't early have to... for a baptism, an unbaptism. Ah, uh, well, you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's it... PM, I assume. It's P. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Sorry, PM. <laughs> I was just like, not really. No, um, yeah. So seven PM, uh, and um, it, it's for everybody. So it's not for just Satanists or anything like that. Like we we're we're having the event, we're having the party for for anybody who wants to come. So. Come party with us. Come talk to your local Satanist and come see a really cool, uh, really cool ritual and have fun. So, yeah. Anything else you want to plug anywhere? Anybody should look for any more details about the Satanic Temple? How they can get more involved locally? Um, well, locally, if you want to be involved, if you have any questions for us, you can contact us, contact us on our local uh, Utah chapter page, um, just via Facebook, or we have our Gmail account. So you do the Satanic Temple Utah gmail.com. Any inquiries you have, you can just send them to us. Um, as far as national, we have um, all the national campaigns. We still have the reproductive rights campaign going on. Uh, Gray Faction, I would highly, highly, highly encourage people to go to grayfaction.org or .com. It's .org. Um, and, you know, look that up, see what they're doing. Um, it's really important work and it's, um, it's really gonna, it's really gonna help people. So, uh, we have that and, uh, currently we're working on our first big national, like all chapters campaign. So keep an eye out for that. It's gonna be pretty awesome. It's all chapters together doing one big, uh, campaign and, um, yeah, that's 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 about it. So keep an eye out for everybody and you know, share, share, share the news and come talk to us. We're we're really nice, right? Right guys, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. love the work the Satanic <laughs> Temple does for sure. But thanks again so much for joining Thank us you. tonight. You've been a deli- you've been a delightful guest. A delightful Thank guest. You. Welcome back anytime. Anytime you want to promote anything, just shoot the breeze, chit chat, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Let us know. We'd absolutely. Be, we'd be delighted to have you back. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd be li- delighted to come back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. We will chat at you next week.
I'm sorry your day was shit, hon. That sucks. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, man. What? For the way I opened that. So that like, <laughs> was, the, the joke was there, and I said it. No. As the, as, the, as the night was going on, it kept coming back, and I'm like, God damn. I don't, that think, was I don't cold, think we man. reamed him hard <laughs> enough about that. Yeah, if you just it, ended like, up. Right at first, I was like, oh, there's a joke. Bam. And then, and then you guys were like, kind of moaning but kind of laughing and I'm like okay and then and then when it came back around and you're like yeah I'm gonna wear that for a while and I'm like oh, you're like, oh, oh man. dude I'm fucking like, home yeah. no I, I know 